and we are live hey ladies hey hey hey, hey. happy sunday happy sunday concrete how are you i'm sorry me and my fat fingers um i am doing great um it is um, what is it? The day after daylight savings. So I got an extra hour and I made good use of it. Got up and got my Sunday stuff. Yep. I got up and got cleaning, did two loads of laundry, took out my Sunday dinner. Um, I needed to go to the grocery store. I thought I would be able to squeeze that in, but I'm like, let me not try it. But it was still a productive Sunday. Um, what about you? How's it going? Um, it has been a really, really good weekend. Got some much needed uh, me time in. So I feel a bit refreshed. I am doing great. Um, so let me read the super chat real quick. Shout out to Jessica X. Good morning, Jessica. She Thank said, let's Jessica. get it. Let's get it. Um, it's sexy red in the chat because I, I see people speaking to her and I'm like, is she in the chat? If she in the chat, because uh definitely yet. Yeah. Um okay, no, I don't see her in the chat. Okay. I think they're confusing um Dr. Bay with uh sexy red, maybe. Uh. <laughs> That's probably oh, what it God. is. But it's all good. It is all good. Um, Toya, how are you doing? Fan flipping tastic. How about yourself? Absolutely wonderful. How's your weekend going? Going good. I made a nice little breakfast this morning, so I'm ready and raring to go. Okay, okay. Um, Toya, will you tell us a little bit about your channel? Sure. So on my channel, I do a little bit of talking about English and grammar and spelling and some of the things that annoy me that I see in, in on the internet. Uh, but I also try to bring into focus some topics that are uh, relevant to whatever the grammar focus is for the day. But I do sprinkle some Black Manosphere love in some of my videos as well. So you get a mishmash. Okay. That's, That's pretty unique. unique. Yeah, I don't, know, I don't know of anyone else in this space who has um, a channel that um, resembles what you have going on. So pretty unique. You guys make sure that you support the ladies and check out what they have going on and um, sub to their channels if they have them. If not, um, follow them on other, on other platforms. Yes, um, all of their um, links are found in the description of this video. So if you are looking to sub to these ladies and you absolutely positively should, everybody's um, fly up here. So um, go sub, go go check it out. Um, shout out to Virtuous Woman TV, girl. Oh, honey, you have to do that. She says, happy to be here, ladies. Girl, we're happy to see you. Yes. That's off. We appreciate that. That's so sweet. But Virtuous Woman TV, it is on you next. Tell us about your channel. Tell us a little bit. Oh, uh, oh my gosh, I'm so shy. So excuse me. I, it, it just takes me just a little bit to get warmed up. And That's then plus problem. I'm on West Coast time. So, but oh. I would say that my channel is, um, it's about being a modern day virtuous woman. And, and being, I would say it's game for the good woman. You know what I mean? Because I think a lot of us have the the best intentions for relationships, but we just have to kind of iron out 
a little bit of our kinks in terms of where we're coming from, um, our intentions and our overall goal for the situations that we get in. Um, yeah, so it is a channel for women, but ironically, I ended up with mostly male supporters. And I think that's just kind of like the natural result when you're kind of <laughs> spilling the tea when it comes to women and how we operate. So, um, but yeah, that's it. That sounds so intriguing. Um, really, really, really intriguing, especially because of the fact that um, you're taking a spin on it where you are talking about like how the modern day woman uh, can apply yes. the things that you're talking about. So mm, it sounds very yeah. interesting. One of my favorite channels, hands down on YouTube, <laughs> one of my faves. Um, and I think that I think this show title, it was so funny because when I said, Sister George, I said, what's the topic? She said, do hosts deserve grace? I said, why should you invite me to this show? <laughs> wow. I said, I'm a virtuous woman, honey. <laughs> Not that honey. makes you the perfect person to answer the question, though. Like, that makes you the perfect person to answer. Because I promote host strategies for good women. So it was just like, oh, okay. <laughs> Baby, listen. Um, with the type of channel that you have, and like I said, I think you have some outstanding content. It's like, um, it is definitely game for the modern day woman. And so I was like, you know what? Um, if I don't have, if I don't get her on shit else on this breakdown, baby, she gonna have to come through on this one. Um, uh, because I feel <laughs> like you don't give it up today, honey. And I'm here for all of it. So you hear me? Okay. Yes. Well, y'all, my friend don't need no damn introduction. <laughs> y'all know she always coming through kicking in. Mm -hmm. She's a villainess. Baby, but she comes to play every time. So um, she don't need no introduction, but here y'all go, Dr. Bay. Hey, Dr. Bay. Hey, ladies. Hey, Concrete. Hey, hey. What's Sister going on? George, with you? What you got going on? Yo, I appreciate both of you guys for um letting me come on your platform again. Um, I know I get a lot of criticism for being the aggressor and not feminine enough, but I know how to keep one. <laughs> I know how to keep one. So it is what it is. But um, <laughs> let me ask you a question. What is your zodiac sign? I am the mighty lioness, a Leo. Okay. Uh. Okay. So I'm not gonna be up here battling all the asses by myself. <laughs> no, nope. nope. yeah. because I'm surrounded by the Gemini's, honey, and you know they play. <laughs> and I'm, I'm a Sagittarius a rising, so. Oh, my gosh. oh yes. Oh, <laughs> Time to go. Um, yes. hey, I do wanna. <laughs> I want to thank you for taking time out to join us because I know you have such a busy schedule, like serious businesswoman here. But um, what do you have going on? And let the people know where they can find you on other platforms in order to support your ventures. I just have We can still hear you, hon. Yeah. Hello. Yes. Can you hear us? Hello. Hey, can you hear us? My phone's doing the most. Uh oh. Well, we'll have to wait until she. Yeah, she may be having back. some technical difficulties, so we'll have her uh, catch us up to speed when she comes back in. Um, 
We do have a couple other ladies that will be joining us um, here shortly as well, but we are going to, Dr. Bay, can you hear us? <laughs> but we are going to get prepared to get this show on the road and the other ladies, when they join us, we'll let them um, jump on in and uh, give us their take on whatever point we're talking about at that point in time. Um, uh, Danny, do you want to go ahead? Okay, let's see if she can hear us first. Can you hear us? Hey, can you guys hear me? I am so sorry. Yeah, we can hear you. Yeah, somebody called my phone. I need to try to see oh. if I can turn. Yeah, I can turn. I'm I'm here at office. Y'all know I be busy. Sunday mm-hmm. and Saturday are like my work days. And yeah, you're right. I do appreciate y'all for having me on the platform, but I do be like super busy. I wanted to uh, try to talk about all my businesses real quick before we got started. If y'all come on, mind. let's go. Absolutely. Let's go. Um, so I do, um, I own hair luxury company, which is a hair care line. So organic based hair, hair care line based out of Jackson, Mississippi. Uh, we have a warehouse here in, um, Jackson. Um, some people I know aren't, don't live here. So we do sell products in Georgia at, um, Kingston Curl. So we have products in stores and we are on walmart.com and we are working on 25 hotspot locations in um, in Walmart stores. So we are like becoming that um, household name that we wanted to become. I do own a, a, a car company called Luxury Motors. So we do sell wholesale cars to people who have dealerships. So if y'all are interested, you can hit me up on that. Um, we do Airbnbs. We do uh, two-row rental cars. We do a whole lot of stuff over here. So Whoa, a lot, a lot, yes. A lot of you. Come through. Um, that um, I have been working on for like the past three to five years. So it's been a long time coming. So we become like that that mogul in the making. So um, yeah, good to see you, Dr. Coffinelles. Yes. I'm a scientist by training. Um, I'm a clinical scientist in microbiology, but I got trained in neuroscience. If people are interested in what type of doctor I am. So that's what I do. Thank you, Dr. Bay. Look, you just come through and shut it down, sis. And I yes. love to see it. Yes. yes. Serious businesswoman doing all the things. Yes. Yeah, Danielle, keep me focused. <laughs> Danielle, keep me. <laughs> she has a tendency to do that, cracking the whip. Um, <laughs> we need girlfriends like that, honey. Yes. yes. So let's get off into this topic. Do hoes deserve grace? And um, let me tell you guys where it spawned from. Um, Concrete and I had a show about Brittany Renner and mm-hmm. her and some some of the ins and outs of Brittany Renner. And um, Toya the Tutor happened to come up on our show. And mm-hmm. so when Toya came up, Toya was talking about um, the traumas and stuff that a person, she uh, basically was mentioning um, Brittany's pathology and why Brittany is in a certain spot. And I thought that it would be very interesting to explore that with a bunch of ladies. Um, I just thought it would have been an interesting concept. And, you know, here we are. But I thought it was a very interesting thing because we don't tend to explore what leads people to certain areas. Most of us uh, generally just tend to point the finger. So I thought it would be a great conversation to explore with modern um, feminine women. And um, yeah, Concrete, what about you? 
Yeah, um, Danny absolutely proposed the topic and I, you know, thought about it and hadn't had a chance to speak to her about it. But I was like, yeah, that would be a good one to explore because, uh, you know, we talk about everything from A to Z and we've talked about promiscuous women. We've talked about women who lack femininity. We've talked we've actually talked to women who are in the life. Um, We've talked to, you know, sex workers. We've talked to tantric coaches who also identify as sex worker just in a different realm. And I'm like, yeah, why not talk about whether or not um, women who are hoes or prostitutes or whores or whatever, sluts, um, if they actually deserve grace. So I thought that this was a great topic to do with a woman's panel and, you know, get, get an actual take from um, actual women. And I think most of us on the panel are mature women. We have a certain amount of life experience and we've seen a variety of things. And, you know, we'll be we'll do great at speaking to whether or not these chicks deserve grace. Yes. Um, so um, what I wanted to do, um, we could talk about the definition of a hoe first mm-hmm. um, for the sake of this panel and our audience. Um, I will just uh, refer to a, a hoe in my definition would be a very promiscuous woman. Um, that would be a hole in my definition. I think the majority looks at that, but um, however you define hoe is going to be however you define hoe. But for the sake of our audience, for myself, I'm going to define how, how I define it. Yeah, I think uh, you're pretty much on track. Like typically when we say hoes in the black community, we're not necessarily referring to women in the life. We're not necessarily solely relegating that to prostitutes. We're talking about women who, like you said, are promiscuous, are, you know, um, don't uh, practice discretion, who are sleeping with multiple men. So that is my take on it when we talk about hoes. That's why I also added in, you know, sluts or whores or thoughts, whatever you want to call it. I think they would all probably fit into the same bucket, but we'll get the ladies take. I do want to say this really quick. Ah before we get the ladies in here. Um, I do want to remind our chat to keep it respectful because you may not like everything that everyone says up here, but I want you to just remain respectful. You can disagree. You know, we don't have a problem with that. It's okay to have a dissenting view or opinion, but like refrain from calling anyone up here out of their names and or just being disrespectful to them in any way, shape or form. So just want to put that out there. Outstanding. Well, Sexy Red has joined us. Good morning, Sexy Red. Good morning. How is everyone? I'm sorry I'm late. No, no, no. We're actually just getting into the discussion. Oh, good. Everyone looks so beautiful this morning. Thank you. And everyone in the chat. (laughs) Will you give us a quick introduction and then we're going to get started with our first question? Um... Yes, my name is Sexy Red Thirty Eight. I um, I'm just here to have a good time. Do you have like a YouTube channel or any anything that the um, chat can support? Like, do you sell products? Do you have uh, you know? Would you like people to follow you on IG? You can plug yourself or anything that you have going on at this time as well. Um, right now I'm just kind of just uh doing panel to panel. I haven't really gotten into it yet. But you can follow me um, on YouTube at Sexy Res 38. 
Awesome. Awesome. Uh, well, welcome again, um, Danny, you, you want to repeat the question? Um, I was basically talking about um, what exactly a hoe is. Um, we've kind of covered like what a hoe is. And um, basically it's viewed as a promiscuous woman. Um, that's generally what a hoe is seen as um, within the black community for the most part. Now, Sorry. Go ahead, Danny. Sorry. I wanted to know if anyone else had any other take because they, you know, the ladies on the panel may have a different stance or take Probably. on it or anything else to contribute to that. We just gave a general definition as to kind of who we believe we're talking about in this conversation. But does anyone have anything else that they want to add to that? Man I love hoes. Right. I just wanted to say I'm so glad you started there because you know I was prepared as a, as as a <laughs> Published editor, I was prepared with the definition of both hoe and grace. So I'm so glad you started there so we could all be on the same page that hoe and promiscuity are one in the same. Yeah. Frivolous, Did you... frivolous vagina. Well, basically. <laughs> um, Toya, based on being that you pulled up the textbook definitions, was there anything that you needed to add to kind of where we uh, left off as it relates to how we're defining hoe or who we're talking about in this conversation? Synonymous with skeezer, huzzy, tramp. <laughs> That's about it. Okay. I have, I have somewhat of a differing opinion when it comes to that. Sure. Uh, I, I, I approach the word hoe from two different perspectives. And one is uh, physically, tangibly, and then the other is spiritually. So okay, a hoe is anyone who engages in uh, exchanges that are inequitable. Um, you know, so so you whore yourself out, right? And we do that in a multitude of ways. And, and you end up in situations that are non-beneficial. And then physically, um, of course, there's the promiscuity element, but I don't necessarily agree with that. But I think of a hoe as, as an attitude, an independent, quote-unquote, liberated attitude when it comes not just to sexuality, but when it comes to a lack of compliance towards life overall. So, you know, when you see people that don't want to conform, they will also possess the same characteristics and attitudes in life that hoes do. So that's how I feel about it. I actually agree with that. I think like, you know, women that are considered, quote unquote, free spirited would typically be categorized as hoes as well. I know, I guess, for like the sake of the conversation and just kind of thinking about how the black community use the term whole because we are a community that do not go by textbook definitions. We define right. things on our own terms. And generally, you know, when we talk, when, when you hear the word whole being thrown around in the black community, they're literally talking about anybody who they feel that spreads their legs for any and everybody and, or, you know, the word is often used um, just to denigrate someone that, that, um, someone is upset at for any reason, you know, you may be called a hoe and you're not necessarily promiscuous. Uh, but thank you for adding that additional layer, because I think that that is a great point. Right. Because a lot of people earn themselves the whole title just from having certain attitudes, you know, for being provocative in any level. So mm -hmm. you can get called a hoe without any revelation of your sex life. So we know that it's not yep. limited to promiscuity. You know what I mean? Absolutely yeah. right. Concerned. Um, let me read these super chats. Shout out to JTC. He says, Toya, can you tell me how to properly spell ho? <laughs> um, JTC, 
JC seen go seek help, brother. <laughs> I know, right? She might offer tutoring services, and you may need to hit her up and, and inquire. But um, yes, go ahead, Danny. Okay. Um, shout out to Cornelius Bellamy. He says many women just want to 304 in peace. Mm. Let them be great. Mm. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think I, I, I actually can co-sign it. I think some of them do want to uh, hoe in peace and um, y'all want to let them be great, but then y'all don't want to when y'all want them for a girlfriend. Y'all get mad when they trying to be out there. Y'all be tripping about it now. But Sexy Red says something very interesting. I think it was Sexy Red said, men love hoes. You know, like yes. really and truly, they be low-key with it. Mm. But There's no know. shame. There's no shame anymore. We don't shame women mm. <laughs> that are whores. We're going to talk about that. Actually. Yeah, you know what? I, Let, I let's get, let's get right off into it. Let's get right off into it. Yeah. Um, what we're going to do is, um, I'm going to ask... Well, we'll ask the questions and give you ladies each a chance a chance to um, respond. We mm -hmm. want to make sure we keep it orderly so we can hear each other. And then, you know, if people come back and play it back or if you want to promote it, and you come back and play it back. We'll be able to hear everybody. I may really just have to come back tomorrow. We don't want to hit. <laughs> Sorry. No, you're good. Um, I, uh, I want to. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I wanted to uh, ask the question of whether or not while we're talking about, you know, hoes and whether they deserve great, just kind of starting at the beginning, um, if we as women feel as though, um, you know, being promiscuous or, you know, having a whole stage is simply a common thing amongst young girls. And as a result, it should be overlooked. Um, so I would like to, Danny, did you want to answer or you want us to go? Yeah, ahead? I, I do yeah. want to answer that. Okay. We'll I, go with you and then Toya. Okay. Um, with the whole phase, I think that it depends on who you are. Um, I've seen girls who've gone through whole phases, but they presented in um, a pretty package. Mm -hmm. And so if she is a fly chick, keeps her hair and nails done, she's always in the best clothes. Um, she's funny. She's charismatic. Um, I think people will tend to overlook that versus somebody who doesn't look like they bathe and looks like the nasty girl. Um, I think like society, like if a um, black girl goes through a whole phase and she's a nasty looking girl, then I actually think that will stay with her longer versus somebody going through a whole phase and they carry it a certain way. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna read the super chat and then I'll get to Toya the tutor. Shout out to Black Wizard. Black Wizard said, Grace, in what capacity breakdown? Do you mean to ask if they deserve to be treated with human decency or deserve mm -hmm. in the since they should get chances to marry and or date the men at higher statuses. Um, we're going to dig into that. Like yeah. that, that's part of the discussion and we're going to dig into that. And I'm glad you asked in what capacity, because I'm adding that so we can actually explore that when we answer, when we have the ladies answer the question as to whether um, hoes deserve grace. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so uh, Toya, what is your response to not to jump into what that question was, but I just want to say in my in in my summation, grace simply means courteous goodwill. But um, 
what what exactly was the question again? I'm sorry. Just talking about women going through hoe phases. Is that just like a common occurrence? And if so, is it something that should like during your younger years? And if so, is it something that should be overlooked? I think that unfortunately, um, hoe face culture is something very new and um, it has become something to contend with as part of this body positivity movement and this um, sexual liberation and um, freeform femininity. So we're having to contend with it in spite of being a lady. So I think um, it's not even a measure of a question of like, is it okay to do when you're young or whatever, we're being fed this as something that we have to accept as part of a woman's um, growing growing or womanhood. And so it's hard to kind of put any boundaries around something that was never something we had to contend with in the past. I know that that, that doesn't really answer the question, but I, I can't, I don't feel equipped to answer the question because it's such a new, new thing. I think that, the label is new. But yeah, it's, right. Labels new, but it's always been yeah. happening, you know. Yeah, yeah. But it, it's not something that I think every woman has to go through. Nor absolutely is it not no. a benchmark of womanhood the way that a lot of people will make it seem. I feel like it's pressured yeah. now. With uh, I'm sorry. No, uh, Toya, thank you so much for that um, response. I do think that that's interesting. Um, I'm going to save my response at the end, but um, I do think Sexy Red also added another perspective. Um, hold on to that for just a second, Sexy Red. Let me read this super chat. Mm -hmm. Jessica X says, uh, the chat has had their say. Make hoes great again, Lord <laughs> have mercy. I cannot. Um, let's start with Virtuous Woman TV and then Sexy Red. We'll let you add, oh, really quickly, uh, JTC. C says, be somebody, be a hoe. Is that the, the slogan now? Lord have mercy. Um, I want to get Virtuous Woman TV in here and get her response to the question. And then Sexy Red will let you add on to uh, what you wanted to respond to that Toya said, as well as give us your response to the actual question. Uh, Virtuous Woman TV, uh, what what say you? Um. Okay, so the whole whole face thing. Um. You know, I think that there, like, I think there's different reasons that people have a whole face. I mean, as a teenager or as a young adult, I think, like, for me at least, um, my whole face is what helped me to uh, overcome my fear of men. Um, I think, like, growing up in the Black community, uh, being a young girl, especially, like, when you're developed, you know, there's always this policing, don't wear this, don't sit like that, don't walk like that. And, you know, it gets to a point where you're like, okay, I don't know what to do. And you realize that, you know, the mothering in the Black community is like conditioning you to be afraid of men. You know, you can't wear this because this might happen. And so at a point, you, you start thinking about all men in the realm of sexuality and what they could do to you. You know what I mean? So being promiscuous and like I said, promiscuity being an energy because we're not always being penetrated by sex. Sometimes we're teasing, sometimes we're making out, sometimes we're having multiple boyfriends, but we're not having sex with any of them. That's still whole energy. But having that spirit allows you to overcome your fear of men. You know what I mean? Where you're not having that kind of Schrodinger's rapist attitude towards all men. So I think we have to open up our mind to the different reasons why women become promiscuous now the whole phase as an adult 
I don't have a, a, a true understanding of that. So I'd have to feed off of the other ladies when it comes to that, because I think once you reach the age of maturity, then you're not acting out of subconscious intentions. Like you're just doing what you're doing because that's what you're doing. So, you know, mm. I have to, I have to get information as we go. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for that. Uh, very interesting. And thank you for being candid as well. Mm -hmm. um, Sexy Red, what you got, sis? Um, <laughs> I'm drawing a blank. I'm sorry. Well, no, I mean, okay. we have, uh, I think it's, I don't think it's a whole phase. It's just necessarily you're trying to exp our, uh, experience men through sexuality. And it, mm. unfortunately, it's called a whole phase. It is a derogatory term to shame women to not have sex, but you want women to have sex. I, which one is it? It's like, which one? Which one is it? What do you want? You know? Good point. And for the last 40 years, you've had men talking about pimp culture, how they treat women. And now that women have taken agency over their bodies and now they don't care what men think and they can't shame them. Now it's a problem. You've started this problem. Wow. Um, <laughs> definitely. I'm this is such a well-rounded and diverse panel because I'm hearing something new and it's triggering thoughts and my response from like each and every lady that has responded. So right. good stuff. Yeah. Uh, Dr. Bay, what say you regarding uh, the whole phase in, in young women? Well, right now it's the whole culture. Okay, I'm just going to put it out there. It's um the culture is a whole mentality because you can even tell how Beyonce changed her style. Uh, after she got married, you know, she started wearing leotards and gyrating all across the screen or whatever. And mm -hmm. this is what people aspire to do. They aspire to be like that. And I think that is cute. Or that's what's gonna get you a man by getting having your body look a certain way or um having your hair a certain way and that's the that's kind of like the culture we in right now i don't think it's cute to want to be a hoe um but some women feel like they have to look and be like that to get a man and that's just the reality of where we are right now so let me ask you, you guys, this. Oh, well, real quick, let me uh, answer the question. Was it? Do, let me answer oh, yeah, the question first, real quick. Um, okay, so I, I just wanted to say that as it relates to the whole phase, um, I do think that there are a number of women that. Uh oh, Doctor. I, I do think that there are a number of young girls that go through the phase at, you know, in their younger years. Um, I don't necessarily know that it's something that's all that common because, you know, studies show that you know, people, young adult, young um, people in general are having less sex. In addition, when I was young, um, it was something that was so taboo and like completely frowned upon. Like a lot of the things that we talk so openly about today, like people wouldn't have dared when I was young, but I also lived in a smaller community. Um, so that could be part of it. Personally, I never went through a whole phase, but 
Um, I also look at my friends who are sexually liberated and there's some, some, a little bit of envy there because they're so free, but not that I've wanted to have to go down, travel down, down that same path in order to attain that freedom. But I do kind of like, look, you know, kind of envy the fact that they're so free and so liberated and so open because I am not like that at all. I was raised by a strict Pentecost and a strict Pentecostal family. I mean, like we went to church three, four times a week and it was just too much. You couldn't wear a skirt above your knees and, you know, all the things. So I, I don't know. I, I don't know where I sit as it relates to, um, how beneficial it is to a woman to go through that stage and, you know, how um, empowering it is or liberating it is to come out on the other side of that. Um, lastly, I just wanted to touch on the fact that um, I'm struggling with whether or not I believe it's a new phenomenon. I think the whole phase has always been around, but I think that it seems to be more widely accepted as we become more liberated as a nation and as a, you know, a black community. You know, um, it's you, kind of like, uh, you know, ahead, it used to be called what sowing wild oats. That's oh, yeah. what it used like, to be called. Yes. Having multiple sexual partners. Yeah. So it's, just it's, been, it's been around forever. Yeah, yeah my, it's, my it's been grandmother, around. I remember her talking about it, or my great grandmother, mm -hmm. like they would call them like women of the night and stuff like that. But <laughs> the thing was that you were kind of ostracized. It wasn't something you bragged about because the community frowned upon it and was looking at you sideways like, ooh, you know? So right. I don't know. But um, yeah, I think you know, envy women like you too, so. You're not on an island by yourself with your thoughts, but you have to remember, like being a hoe, it it, it involves a certain lack of protection. And mm. so we look at women like you, even though you're chaste and maybe naive about men and sexuality, but you're you're you have self you have preservation. You know, you have a, you can have a pure heart, a pure spirit, and even though you may have yearned for some of that, you know, leeway. Uh, I wouldn't trade. I wouldn't trade a whole face for for how you were brought up. You know isn't I mean? there no. different levels though? Isn't there different levels though of the of whole faces? Is, is there's extreme hoeing, and then there's right. like I did a little hoeing. I didn't really like it, so I'm just gonna go back to being a good extreme girl. levels. No but I, I'm gonna go I, back to being a good as it relates to what Virtuous Woman TV was saying. Now, I do think that um, what, and, and what I envy is more of like their liberation and their ability yeah. just to be so open. And they seem to know themselves on a level that, you know, I've yeah. struggled with just me being candid. I think that's um, a facade. I think that's a facade. Really? That is yes. Well, let me, let me, let, let, wait, wait, wait. Because I, I do want to, I, I do want to explore that. Um, so, okay, even when you see a lot of women going down the spirituality route, what I notice is everybody kind of puts their sexuality on display and it seems like a thing of empowerment. Um, usually when I see a lot of women go through that route, a lot of them have experienced like some level of sexual assault um, or whatever. And it's like, they'll go through and it's like, I'm a bad bitch now. I made it through that. I'm empowered. Y'all don't know who I am. I'm this girl now because I made it through that. I got through that. And I do think that some women do look at it as, as a tool of empowerment. No. Um, I think well, that's, that happened to me. That happened to me. I, Cause I wanted oh, to, wow. I wanted to be in control. 
You know what I mean? Like, I want it to be in control now. I'm not going to let somebody, you know, control the situation. I'm going to be in control when I want to do it. You know, I don't know. It just, and then you, and then I guess I just realized, like, it's only hurting me. It's not hurting the person who hurt me. You know what I'm saying? To your point, Sexy Red, I completely agree. I'm so glad that you brought that up because I can, I can uh, relate. And I wasn't dressed promiscuously. I was in a t-shirt and I was in jeans, just normal. So, yeah. yeah. But I think much of this conversation hinges upon ownership, right? Because Mm -hmm. the same way uh, a man can say that he doesn't want a hoe, he can also turn around and say he wants a woman with some experience. The difference Mm -hmm. between the two is a woman who is strong in her conviction of who she is resonates as confidence. That can be very desirable or it can also be enviable. So um, when Sister George was talking about there is a way to present yourself that makes it more palatable as a hoe, you could still be perceived as a hoe. But if you yourself don't see yourself as one and, and you carry a confidence with you that exhibits sexiness, then you're less likely to be called that unless someone is privy to your bedroom antics. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, so much of femininity I, I, I hinges upon our sex so oh. it's like it's very difficult right. I think when you're trying to put barriers around what whole phase means to one person versus the next so much of our womanhood is defined by are we attracting the male gaze and no one gives us uh, a, a guidebook on how to do that but who do who do the men um, on Instagram and all these other social uh media they they mostly follow the hoes let's keep it real they right. follow but hoes. those are those but the are women that are confident you see there's a but difference. the women that are are presenting themselves professionally ca- casually covered they don't barely get any likes so but it's the men right. that are driving the whole the whole culture you well, all let like me, it let, let me, yeah, let me let, get, let's get, get virtuous woman woman in there yeah. oh i'm sorry i don't i'm sorry if i'm like trying to cut in um but, but that's a perception, right? Because you have to understand, like, hoeing and hoe culture are two different things. Like, hoe culture, hoe culture is like an agenda, right, as far as I'm concerned. Because you have to understand, when the women are on Instagram and they have the, the, the typical BBL body, they also have the materialism that accompanies that. Uh, the man that's supposedly funding that lifestyle, all of that is designed to, you know, separate you from your capital you know so likes all that male validation all that shit is a facade like you don't even know if those likes are real you don't know if those yeah that are engaging those women are real but you do know that many women are buying into that fantasy and a lot of them are not being funded you know so and Mm -hmm. we're dismantling family values at the same time so that's what that whole perception on instagram is they're selling surgery they're selling materialism Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. they're selling all of that to black women and if you buy into it because you want male validation then that's your fool's gold and that's just so a real hoe never get down like that if you really want to go deep with it you know what i mean 
Thank All you, right. Virtuous Woman. We're going to read the Super Chats real quick and then get Dr. Bay in here real quick to get her take. Uh, Mr. Z says, ask the military, freedom ain't free. These free women statistically struggle to pair bond with men. People don't understand equivalent exchange. Oh, thank you, Mr. Z. That you okay? That Mr. is very, very, a very interesting point. I've often wondered, um, is it really an ability, uh, a disability to pair bond? Um, versus like with a man men say that they can separate love from sex but don't generally give women the same respect in that regard and i think times have changed i think women can um separate love from sex and then um mm. go on to have healthy relationships i know plenty of hoes that have gotten married so i definitely want to explore <laughs> that but um Real fours constantly crave that feel-good gratification that they do not want to wait to get from boyfriends or husbands. Mm, thank you, Eugene Steele. Good stuff. Good stuff. Dr. Bay, what is your take? Uh-oh, she cut out. I think she's just, yeah, probably taking care of it. What she got going on, honey? Um, <laughs> you know, she probably taking care of business. It sounded like she was out, you know, handling business. Yeah. So. We know she, she, you know, y'all heard the list of things that she's undertaking. So we understanding of that. Um, I wanted to answer the question. I'm sorry, Danny. What was the question again? Um, I think you're talking about the super chat. No, no, no. The question that you posed. Girl, I forgot the question of my damn self. Um, can I, can I, um, can I say something real quick? Mella, sure. Um, Mella said, man, uh, people prefer newer cars than used cars, but. Also, there are vintage cars that have lower miles, but have, you know, they still look good and people still want them. So mm. don't forget about and vintage cars. New cars are less dependable. I'm <laughs> Listen, that's funny. I have a vintage um, car. <laughs> okay, so if if you, I know, wanted you to rephrase the question too for Doctor Bay, or you want to just move on to the last question that was super chatted regarding pair bonding. Yeah, let's move on to the last yeah. um, the question that was. She is gone again. Um, yeah. I'm her up on the I'm back a, end. And, okay. um, I'd like to answer the question about pair bonding. Okay. Um, for, for my personal experience, I, I, you know, I've never went through the phase, so I don't know, but I'm just going to go off of what I've seen because um, a lot of my friends, I'm attracted to, and I mean in a friendship way, um, women who are free-spirited because I'm more of an introvert. So a lot of my friends kind of fit the mold, um, not a lot, but some of my friends fit the mold of, I guess, um, who we would be talking about in today's conversation. Um I know for me, I, I pair bond probably too easily. Um, and as a result, I've always operated in the sense that, you know, once we become intimate, we're in a relationship. <laughs> I used to, um, even when I was younger and I would date, I would be like, I'm letting you know, like, I don't want to go there. I would always try to take my time getting to know someone and um, kind of put that out there on the table from jump um as you all you ladies know um you know a man will say okay and i'm down with that i'm cool i want you to be my girl and still be full of it so that is, that's no guarantee but uh the women that i know of that would fit the mold um i do think that they struggle to bond i think i don't know i don't know if i would say struggle but they don't bond as easily as i do i think they seem it's, it appears as though they seem to um they can kind of 
go through a number of men before they find someone that they actually feel a strong connection with and that they want to partner with partner with and explore something deeper with. So from my experience and what I've seen, it does seem to be that they don't bond easily. And that's just my personal experience from on the outside looking in. Um, so I want to go ahead. Uh, what you what you what you just described was hoeing too. So, I mean, like, try, like mm -hmm. how could like you're you're just hoeing out your commitment. <laughs> you're hoeing out your oh, so it's, that's it's, it's a difference. That's an interesting point. But I guess for me, um, by the time I get to that point, I've already connected with you. So it's not like I'm walking up to a stranger. To wouldn't have to set that standard if you've already connected. Really and truly, it was me not trusting them, not me not trusting me. So it was more in the sense of like, I've already connected with you on this level. I'm digging you. I really like you. I want to see where, you know, where this can go, but me not trusting them. And that, you know, like I said, Kate, that was a part of um, me not properly vetting, me dating someone that I don't trust if they may necessarily run away. And this isn't something that I've done a lot of because I was with my ex from the time that I was very young till I was in my 30s. So, um, but when I would date, that was just something that I would kind of put out there. And like I said, it was more so of me feeling like, okay, I don't want him to try to pull something. It wasn't that I didn't trust that I had already connected with him because by that point I would have already connected with him. But, you know, people well, find I mean, he may be kind of a contradiction to say I've already connected with you, but let me make sure you're not pulling nothing. Did you did you connect or did you not? You know what I mean? I connected, but I can't guarantee that he but has connected. But a connection, a one-way vibe is a crush. It's not love. So I think that, and that's why, that's why I have the channel Virtuous Woman TV, because we do have a lot of women who feel the way you feel and you don't understand how you use your energy and how you get played by. Well, this is something when I was 14, 15 years old. So it's not something as a grown woman. I mean, I don't, I, I can only go off of anything like go ahead. that. I'm showing you the chinks in your, in your armor. Um, in terms of what you feel you put out to be the best of you. And that's how we get played. You know what I mean? But but yeah. Well, but yeah. that's no longer a factor for me because I'm like well grown and beyond that and engaged. But I'm talking about when I was dating and in my younger years, things that I would do to ensure that, you know, because like I said, I can't guarantee. And it came from my mistrust of men, me not feeling like, okay, although I've connected, he may say he's connected and be full of it. So as a result, I will put that out there. That's exactly what hoes are doing. That's the, that's the whole point that I'm trying to make. I don't see it like that, but I mean, you know, we can agree to disagree on that. Yeah, um, I mean, that's, that's fair. But again, like I say, we have to think of hold the tangible and hold the energy. And when you're bargaining and, uh, you know, I don't, I don't, whatever you want to call it that you're doing with men, you're still using the whole spirit. It's, it's I'm in, but I don't know if you are. So let me set this, set this set, and I don't really know. You don't even know if what he told you is the truth to get you there. And that's why we have this. Right. Cause I was a kid and I, you know, only I'm taking everything you're saying at face value. So if you tell me you're feeling me, yeah, you may say that, but as my protection and that really was putting, it was kind of a, um, not feeling secure. I'm trying to show you like you're self-protecting and that's what hoes are doing. We're yeah. I, I pinpointed that myself. Like, like I said, I felt like it was kind of me not feeling secure. So as a result, I want I'm putting my security in your hands and telling you because I'm scared and I don't feel secure. I want you to reassure me and I want you to do the right thing by me putting it out there. So, you and know, you live and you learn. Those are scared. They empower themselves and get the one up on men. 
So you see how you see how it's the same thing? Like you have your methods, but it's still coming from a place of insecurity and disempowerment as a woman ushers in whole tendencies and whole spirits. And so that's what I'm trying to say. We're, we're all good women. So you, you don't have to defend yourself against me. I'm right there with you. I understand you because I've been that person. No, I just don't see it the same way that you see it. But then again, too, I've never been on the other side. So not being on the other side, I wouldn't know. Well, let me just say this really quickly. What I'm saying is not being on the other side, I wouldn't know that necessarily they're operating out of a place of fear until you just highlighted that that hadn't even dawned on me. Um, well, let me read this super chat. Shout out to Eugene Steele. Um, also, females who are 304s think they're getting validation from the men. They lay not understanding the health risk. Um, mm, I think um, nobody understands the health risk with all the rampant STDs in our community. But um, I did want to get in celebrity. She has finally joined us. Dr. Bate is back. Honey, we're about to shake it up. Uh -oh. um, welcome, celebrity, welcome. will you introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about what you have going on? Um, so for those that don't know me um, on social media, I'm celebrity. I have a big influence on Facebook and Instagram. Um, I'm known as the woman hater, even though I don't hate women at all, but um, I have a lot going on. I actually, I work with a lot of men um, with their mental health and I also hold a lot of people accountable and they don't like that. So um, my audience has grown bigger because I also post a lot of stories that are sent to me um, and they typically go viral and people come at me like I'm the one that said it. And um, it's just a lot of things that go on behind closed doors when it comes to social media. But other than that, um, you know, I don't really do any shows that much anymore, but it, it, I'm thankful that I'm here. Thank you, Sister George, for bringing me on um, because I'm trying to build my podcast. But right now, that's just not a um, major priority for me right now. So um, until then, I just like to be a part of stuff like this so I can just give my two cents and then, you know, interact with other people. If you guys are looking to uh, su subscribe to Celebrity, we do have her um, Instagram linked in our description as well as the other ladies channels. So if you are looking to subscribe to these ladies, um, their link is in the description. Everybody, please, please, please hit the like button. We greatly, greatly appreciate it. Shout out to E. Capone. He says, good show ladies um aries queen ain't nobody up here no picnic oh. don't do that don't listen. do that don't do it um, woman is a picnic. <laughs> listen um let's go ahead and virtuous woman we'll have you respond to the question since you've chimed in and then we'll go back to toy of the tutor and then sexy red okay what's the question uh regarding pair bonding do women who are promiscuous struggle to pair bond uh, I think that's a, I think that's a great point. Yeah. I think, I mean, again, like I said, it's not a, it's not a one size fits all thing. You know what I mean? People, people are promiscuous for various reasons. Some people are promiscuous because they were sexually abused. Like I said, some people in my case initially feared men and had to overcome that with consistent interaction with them. And some people like in my case also have struggled, have a struggle pair bonding, you know, due to abandonment and rejection issues, um, in parenting. So there's there's a multitude of reasons um, why people do things in their youth, you know, before their brain is fully developed. But like I said, as a woman, 
um, a fully grown woman conscious and aware and you're making those type of decisions, I don't understand that so much um, because then you'd be acting out of complete autonomy and and so you would just have to have the will to do that and that's what you want to be doing. But like I said, most of mine came as an undeveloped youth. I think um, that's a good point. I think maybe some older or adult women um, maybe haven't either identified their trauma or maybe they've identified their trauma, but they haven't taken steps to overcome it, which may be while they're still doing the same things that they were doing in their youth, um, you know, as an adult woman um, is my guess. So you Um, you believe, and just to piggyback real quick before you guys move mm -hmm. forward. So you think that all promiscuity comes from a place of trauma and not necessarily sexual liberation? No, no, no. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that you said you don't know why um, women in their adult um, years would still be doing the same things, maybe going through a hoe phase, for example, um, that they would have done in their youth. And speaking about the women that I know of and that I am um, have relation with, um, I would identify that they either have unhealed trauma and or unrecognized trauma. I don't think that I don't I don't speak in absolute. So I wouldn't apply that to every woman that's promiscuous. No. Oh, oh, well, yeah, obviously not every woman, but just speaking to your rationing for why adult women hoe, you said some, they don't some. They haven't un- uncovered their trauma. And so I was just trying to clarify because you're not the only one with that belief about and, and you don't have it. Don't get me wrong. But with that belief about women who are sexually liberated, quote unquote, having some type of unhealed trauma. And so I was just exploring, well, is there true sexual liberation or is everyone just running around here unhealed? So yeah, I wouldn't apply that to every woman at all. Right, like every, no. but you know what I'm saying, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think that some women, yes, they suffer from having either the unhealed or unrecognized trauma. But, um, but some women, there could be a... You know mm-hmm. what though? Um, would y'all would y'all agree that it, it it's the majority um of trauma that's driving that behavior versus uh what's actually liberating? I wouldn't even say the majority. <laughs> like I don't have enough. I mean, shit. What about that? What well, wait? What you say, virtuous woman? I said I don't know. I don't know if you guys cuss a lot over here, but I'm like, mm-hmm. are some women just like sex? I'm like, what? Well, we always miss that element of hoeing. Like, what if you just I was just about to say that? Yeah, want to be penetrated. You know what? The whole thing is okay. I, I do think that you have a, a degree of that with some women. I don't think it's the majority that just mm-hmm. likes different men in and out of their bodies. Um, because sometimes we can say it's just sex. We can say it's just sex, but, um, to me now, this is just my opinion. I think there is some need to be loved and wanted to want to be Mm -hmm. dealt with by the same man, wanting a certain type of acceptance by the same man, or actually wanting something out of that situation, um, versus hopping from dick to dick. Um, they're looking for (laughs) the love from their fathers that they couldn't get. You know what? Um, and I thought it wouldn't be I, everybody, I'm, though. I'm not, yeah. I'm, 
Yeah, I, I can't say that that would be everybody, for but some, I, I, I think yeah. it is definitely a thing for some. Like, but I have never met a woman who is promiscuous. Like, I, like I've never met a woman who is promiscuous that is not in the life that didn't want a relationship, that didn't want to bond with someone. You know, to have one soul partner. So, for you know, I wouldn't put a number on it because I don't know enough women who you know are promiscuous to. Say fifty percent of the women who are promiscuous are promiscuous because they just like sex, and the other fifty have some sort of trauma. But um, I don't know a woman who is promiscuous that doesn't desire for a um, monogamous relationship. That's not in the life. But some women like to project their fantasies onto other women, right? Because mm -hmm. we see like the conservative women are bargaining. They're the ones bargaining with men for relationships. You know, I'll trade you my sex for your commitment so they project that desire onto hoes and that's not where everybody is coming from and real quick because i know other people need to get in but i just wanted to piggyback off of sexy red's point hoeing is not just about daddy issues it's also about lack of grooming from your mom and i never met a promiscuous mm. woman that had a good relationship with her mom so and, you know there's a there's a relationship there that's often untapped because we think dealing with men always have to do with the dad excuse me had to burp. um dealing well, with the daddy but yeah y'all let me say this really quickly i'm not projecting my what you know i'm not projecting my views on anyone that's why i'm only speaking from and i make sure to state that i'm talking about nuanced situations or experiences with women that i know and i'm very careful so as not to apply how you know the experiences that i have with the women that i know to all women who are promiscuous i'm very specific in my language so i'm certainly not projecting how most or even a percentage of promiscuous women see things or why they are the way they are because i don't speak like that i wouldn't pretend to know about something that i don't yeah well i would just say i would just say if if you don't identify as that woman that you don't have an authority to speak on their motivations or intentions well and these I, are women that have identified their own motivations with me one is I my best friend so perspective of the woman that you are and then that way it'll make more sense to everyone that's listening to you well i'm talking about women that i have very close personal relationships with that we've discussed these things that i've looked over their psyche vows because they in their attempt to try to figure out what was their motivations your friend your friends lie to you like you deal with men in a totally different way from what you show your girlfriends that you deal with them and no these are women that i'm not concerned about them not being honest they were literally seeking my help to uncover what it was but thank you for your advice um toya what's your response to the the question regarding women who are promiscuous in your your in your opinion women who are promiscuous do you think they struggle to pair bond yes i do um I think one thing that we can say before we get off on a tangent that none of us is equipped to really talk about in terms of talking about all women, all of us on this panel are women, right? Mm -hmm. And I could, I think I could safely assume that all of us know what it feels like to be at home in your quiet moments where no one is there and you're just alone with your thoughts and you get to think about everything that may have been said to you that day or um, some type of experience where you've had, right? You go back and you think about these things. This is like a condition of being a woman, right? Um, but 
even with reference to the people who say we, we all like sex, right? Those of us who have had sex and enjoy it, we enjoy it. Sex feels good. No one's arguing that. We can all agree on that. But when it comes to those quiet moments at home, after you've, let's say, had a whole phase, after you've been with somebody for just the sex, it's not too long before the thoughts come creeping in about, well, how how come I can't get somebody who just loves me and we just do these things together and it's just the two of us. We talk a lot about what is lacking in the home and parenting and things like that, that leads to women becoming hoes. Uh, but even if those things are lacking, I bet you that same woman still has an idea of the ideal relationship that she wants, the ideal exchange that she wants to have with a man. She can cover it up with hoism, but that will still remain. Good point. I do just want to say really quickly, um, because this conversation is about giving hope or whether hoes deserve grace, there's going to be a lot of speculation from women who may not have ever been a hoe, who women who are like, we're asking you to speculate in a lot of the questions that we're asking. So, you know, just understand that it's very possible that the person who's answering the question has never lived that lifestyle, but that's part of the questioning. We're asking you to speculate. Okay, I'm going to read these super chats real quick. Shout out to Terenzo Jones. He says, do racist people who kill our people deserve any grace? Nope. So why should a ran through and used up 304 be given for all of their destruction? Um, Terenzo wow. Jones, for the same reason that a dope boy um, can be reformed because he comes and hands out a couple of fucking turkeys every Thanksgiving and Preach. how everybody looks up to them. We glorify that shit, but then a Sierra says she doesn't mm. want having babies by niggas like Future and gets a Russell Wilson, but y'all can't let that go. You figure yeah. that out. I don't even think that the comparison is fair. You're comparing somebody who's taken a life to someone who's making decisions about what they want to do with their own body. We're talking about people and who primarily date uh, outside their race, too. There's so a lot what to be I mean said about a man who thinks that a hoe has a power to destruct. Is she powerful or is she not? Uh, we already know the answer to that. Okay. Um, they wouldn't be so damn scared of them and intrigued at the same time if there right. was no proof to it. But how can a whole call destruction sit her ass down if you if you bout that? You know what I mean? Yes. Shout out to Eugene Steele. Oh, he's bringing us terrible news. He said this oh, will be God. my last super chat. Then I gotta get back on the road. <laughs> a woman who, <laughs> a woman who do not want to be a three hundred four anymore, and seeking a boyfriend or a husband, will find mm. herself fighting an uphill battle. Um, you would be surprised, Eugene. Yeah, because we know some hoes. You would be surprised. We know so. Come yeah. on. Um, shout out to Mr. Rideau. I hope I pronounced that right. He said, typically, it's only just sex as a defense mechanism. Um, Mr. Rideau, I think that's an actually, uh, I think that's a good point because, uh, to a certain degree, I, I will say that I made that argument to a certain degree, um, by stating that most women don't want to hop, um, from dick to dick to dick without any sort of, um, validation, but that could be my projection. Um, I could very well be projecting that because yeah, I could be. Um, but 
Concrete, what's your um next question? Wait, we didn't no, get we the didn't um get everybody, did we? Yeah. <laughs> we Girl, you know, I was ready to move on. Listen. I know, I know. Let's get them in and then we'll we'll hop right into it. Okay. Um, celebrity, do you think that women can pair bond um after being up uh, when they're when after they've hold out? Is that the, that's a good way to phrase it? Yeah. Yeah, essentially. <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's a very good question. It's really hard to answer because um, I guess it's a case by case basis. I mean, the guys that I know, you know, me being uh, playing basketball with a lot of men, I know that they only kept a hole around just for their pleasure, you know, and then when they found someone that they were truly interested in, they dropped the hole and they made that other person their number one. Um, I kind of agree with some of the people when it comes to it being um, something they went through when they were young, but to me, that's kind of an excuse. And I know some people aren't, aren't going to like my answer and I really don't care. But, you know, um, when people say, well, yeah, maybe she went through trauma with, you know, not being, having both parents in the house, but we still are adults and we still have a choice. If you choose to be a hoe, that's your choice. We can't keep saying this because my daddy wasn't around. My mother wasn't around. She died. My grandmother wasn't around. She died. I just had my father to raise me and I wasn't a hoe. I still graduated high school. I still have four degrees. There's no excuse for being a hoe. Other than it's your choice to sleep around with other men. If you're going through trauma, get help. There's so many resources for women and men out there right now. A woman can go anywhere right now and get help with mental health or being a hoe or, or their, their issues um, mm. faster than a man can. And that's because I've been in the courts. I've been in the healthcare system. I worked as a case manager. I've seen how men don't get the same attention as a woman. Mm. So for a woman to say that she experienced not having both parents, I'm going to say that's an excuse. You just wanted to be a hoe. Just say that shit. You know, because I know <laughs> what it's like to have one parent my dad couldn't teach me where the vagina and how to periods and all. my dad didn't know that stuff i had to ask teachers and still i turned out just fine not being a hoe so again it's your choices you make and that's one thing a lot of women lack accountability when you tell them the truth they then say you're pick me or you're just jealous and no honey i'm not i'm married i'm already picked so what's your next mm. line what's your next joke let's be real with ourselves you chose to go out there and sleep with all these men and it's going to be harder for you to find a man that you can pair bond with because if they know that you were sleeping with the homies and you was out there, it makes it harder for them to, to be with you because they're always going to think in the back of my mind, Jojo had her and Tom had her. It, it's not a good feeling. So at one point, if you're trying to be married and you're trying to be picked like me, then you have to start making better choices with your vagina. Stop being a hoe. You can't keep blaming people for your choices. It don't work like that in this world. I can't say, well, I became a murderer because I seen my dad kill someone. No, because you had the choice to not go that route. So again, I think a lot of it is excuses and maybe a little bit of it is trauma. You know, So I'm not mm -hmm. gonna sit here and let people continue to make those excuses because they made bad choices. It's called accountability. And that's something that we as women lack. I lacked it when I was in my teens. I then changed my direction and I became better at that. So again, um, it's harder for a woman to pair bond. It, it, it depends on the man. If he doesn't care that she slept with the homies, he's gonna, you know, be with her. But a lot of men that I hang around with, they're good men, and they they just wouldn't accept that if they knew she hit, you know, three or four guys that they knew. It just it's just not. I mean, she might be reformed now, but it doesn't take back what you did, right? Mm -hmm. So when you're out there sleeping with these men, think about that. Think about how that can affect you in the future. It might be good now, temporary pleasure now, but it's gonna hurt you in the future. That's my answer. Thank you, Celebrity. Wow, you came with the fire. Um, definitely, definitely appreciate your response. Uh, we got a super chat real quick from Sister George Defense Force. Says, about we must damn time. <laughs> Look it up. Thank you. 
We must help these 304s deal with their pain. Oh, my gosh. Um, let's uh, get Dr. Bay in here and see what she has to say in response, and then I'll come with my question. Um, Dr. Bay, what is your opinion on um, women who have been promiscuous and, like, if they struggle to pair bond? Mm. Women who have be been promiscuous and if they struggle to pair bond, you mean, like, being in a relationship? Yeah, or connect with someone on a deeper level. Yeah, um, we'll connect with a man on a deeper level, and you know, uh, so even desiring to be in a relationship. I'm gonna say this: um, in today's society, the whole culture is unfortunately influencing a lot of these women who who have a whole mindset to be who they are. I'm just that's I'm just gonna put that out there first. And then as far as hoes not being able to pair bun, I believe hoes, they know how they know how to fill a man's fantasy. See, that's that's the key to them getting men. So they can get your husband or get your long, your eight-year boyfriend, or they can get your husband that that your devoted husband to spend the mortgage on them. Cause they feed in a fantasy until they get what they want. So I feel that women who are promiscuous, um, they don't have no type of, how you say, regard to your emotion, so to speak, but they do know how to get what they want. Hoes know how to get what they want. There is a Thank lot you. of truth to that. Mm -hmm. um, outside of material things, do you still think that they get what they want? Outside of material, yeah. Do you think most hoes just want dick? Right, and or like when you say that, like if they want a relationship, what, it depends on what type of hoe they is. If they a hoe that just like fucking, then yeah, they just want dick. If they a hoe that like the goods, like money, houses, cars, um, or want your man, because you know it's hoes out there just they just get excited about being able to take another woman, man. Then once she get them, she don't want them. You see what I'm saying? She'll destroy his family and be like, oh, I ain't want you like that. I don't want you to be up over here with me. Why you ain't stay with your wife? You know, it. and um, see, men have to figure out, you know, when you have a woman versus when you're dealing with a hoe, just like women. We have to figure out when we're dealing with a man versus when we're dealing with a hoe. Because mm -hmm. hoes, for me, it could be on either side of the fence. Men can be hoes and women can be hoes. Because see, now the whole culture done opened up the window for women to express who they want to be and who they really are. I'm not no hoe. I'm a, I'm not a self-proclaimed hoe, but I know some hoes and I done learned the game. You know what I'm saying? So it is what it is. You either going to gonna hoe up or you going to fold up. So it's up, it's up to you what you going to do. G's up, hoes down. How you go? Okay. That part. <laughs> well, let, let me ask something before we move on, because I think I think there's something to the magic of using the whole word frivolously, because it, it, it also kind of takes uh, the responsibility from men. Like, I think we need to define what hoes are, and I think they need to be compensated for their holdem. You know what I mean? Because a lot of good women are being tricked and out of their virtue, you know, uh, believing that they're in relationships, being naive about men. You know, trying to find is that the not the responsibility of the parent though to teach? Well, but yeah, but let me let me bring it home first, and then you tell me what you think about it. 
And so, and so women who, who may not necessarily be hoes, quote unquote, or even know what hoeing is about, earn that stripe um, from being naive, like you said, from lack of parenting on both sides, especially the one with the mother. I focus on the relationship with the mother. But the flip side is that there are actual hoes, you know, but there's such a stigma surround using prostitutes, et cetera. But then you have the men in the middle who want to engage in, in whole activities, but they don't want to compensate the women that are available for that. And so they go using up good women and earning them the improper whole title. And I don't think that that's fair. If you're not ready to be with a woman, then you get with a hoe and you compensate her appropriately and leave naive, growing, developing women alone until they figure it out and can deal with you conscientiously. I think that's fair too. Aren't we talking about hoes, not sex workers? Well, I think that sex workers That's would also thing. fit into the category, though. Like, sex workers fit into the category, but I think the primary focus is on promiscuous women. Right. So, to me, then sex workers uh, are not occupation. even a part of this conversation because it's an occupation. Yeah, that's an occupation. I respect that as an occupation. But when you're walking around here just throwing around box willy nilly, that's not an occupation. You're not a sex worker. So then the I don't know. I just want to make sure I'm following the conversation. And I felt like maybe I wasn't. No, you're following oh, the no, conversation, Toya. I think. Well, I'm just saying that a lot of men, um, a lot of people, I won't even say men, because women, we do it to each other. I think we call each other hoes more than men do. Um, mm. but we, I think we need to differentiate hoes from sex workers because a lot of men just deal with women because they don't want to pay sex workers. And so can, is it true that a man can turn a woman into a hoe by using her body um, uh, against her, uh, I don't know, will, naive? Like if a woman is naive and a man capitalizes mm. off of that and then discards her, lack of rearing trauma, whatever her reason, if a man exploits that that uh, that in her and she becomes a hoe because of it, doesn't he have a responsibility to where if he wants to utilize a woman for sex, he should compensate a sex worker and not use a naive woman? You know what um, the whole thing is, um, even if she has a, a good reason as to why she's in a certain position at some point, she does have to have some um has to take some autonomy over her own body and her own mind at some point um now mm -hmm. i'm not saying that that's an easy thing to Thank do you, or it's some shit. It, yeah it's not an easy thing to do it's not like you're going to wake up one day and well maybe sometimes you can but it's, there's a lot of work involved in taking back your own mind and own autonomy and then um not following into people's manipulation and traps and stuff so i think that is yeah, it's a possible mm. thing, but um, it's not an easy thing to do. And she has to have some responsibility at some point. Um, I think that kind of though, she's already being autonomous by taking control of her body and doing what she wants with it. So, I mean, I, I that that's, I guess, a little conflicting to me because you're already practicing autonomy by saying, I'm going, you know, no, I'm going to do what I want with my body. No, if she's saying that you have a pimp or a man manipulated you and you, oh, okay, and that's after I'm sorry, fact. I yeah. came in after that. Sorry, yeah, right. If a, if a hoe is being defined by the bodies that we catch or the quote unquote promiscuity as a woman, 
what I'm exploring is, uh, in my opinion, and I agree, I'm not taking no responsibility off of women by any means, especially not myself, but just from a problem-solving perspective, a lot of women become hoes because, uh, uh, like, it starts when you're a teenager. You know, you get with a guy, you, you know, you're just being a virgin, and then he starts to say things like, you know, I want to be with you, then he wants to have sex, then you don't want to have sex, then he picks another girl, and, you know, I'm going to, you know, then he's with her, then you have sex with him to compete with the other girl. You know, all of those type of little manipulations that happen, and then and then you get discarded. And so if a woman has sex with a man and she's not discarded, then she's not considered a hoe. So we're talking about women who are discarded and used. And so like Perlin said in the super chat. <laughs> well, we're going to get to it in just a second. Matter of fact. If you want to use okay. a woman, use the ones that are available for usage and compensate them appropriately. Don't. But you know what? Um, I think men can be very hypocritical um, in wanting being honest about them wanting to be desired by women um mm -hmm. men in this mm -hmm. particular space front like shit they'll sit there and say well you know all women are hoes you can just pay the woman mm -hmm. yada 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 it's transactional these bitches ain't shit. they'll go through that whole freaking process but then on the flip side when it when it when the holding left when they sitting there eating a goddamn third uh bag of ramen noodles and shit thinking about how they wish they had a fucking woman and had a woman. <laughs> Oftentimes, you, men don't in like transactional sex. Men don't like to feel like a piece of meat. Then that's how they mama. Oftentimes, where I'm talking about, where excuse me, not transactional, where they're having to pay money for it, and or a woman is in is dominating. So she's telling you, uh, "I just want your yeah, like, not not." Don't make them feel right. About if they're calling the shots, that's one thing. But if the woman is telling you, I just want that D and, you know, treating them like a piece of meat. I've heard men say, handle it. yeah, they Most don't. Can't. Don't Not call their mama. Serious about they'll, it. they'll lose their shit. I mean, Girl. Sorry, I <laughs> All right, let me read these super chats real quick because I'm about to lose them. Shout out to Terenzo Jones. He says, exactly. I've been through the VA healthcare system after Iraq. Um, granted, it was a psychological joke, yet I noticed women don't even go at all all for any kind of therapy like men do for anything um to run really? to Renzo, um that's i've heard the opposite right that's interesting I I, that's really interesting what do you say this the super cap show most <laughs> hoes are destitute most of only fan girls are impoverished the ones actually making money are as rare as NBA stars. We always look at the minority and project that on the majority. Really, Quran? Um, appreciate your super chat. Very interesting thought. Let me get through the super chats real quick and we can respond. He says, Virtuous is telling them niggas to boss up and pay for it. Leave them regular girls alone. Let's go. Thank you, bro, Curlin. Appreciate the support. I think that's what she was referring to, his comment, his super chat. Um, Black Wizard says, are we saying there is a large population of men who turn women promiscuous because they don't want to have, uh, have, oh, have sex with, uh, sex workers? Because yeah. I'm not sure there are enough men out here with game like that. I don't know, like, I, I, I do 
so I do know of women who I've seen the situation play out that um, Virtuous Women TV was was speaking of, but I don't know if I would necessarily put the fault on most women who are promiscuous on, on men um, personally. Um, yeah, but I wanted to get my next question in. Um, so I wanted to know, like when we talk about um, whole culture, um, I feel as though there is a huge pop culture influence. And I don't know if it's art imitating life or life imitating art, but it seems as though, you know, whole culture is something that has become widely accepted. I'm not old as heck, but when I was younger, um, it just wasn't something that was widely accepted. Like, of course, there have always been promiscuous women, but, um, you didn't like it wasn't something that was bragged about. I'm 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 cashing in on these dudes. I'm getting money for like I'm playing these dudes. Like it wasn't something that I saw um, talked about often. Um, so I wanted to know from you ladies if you think that uh, whole culture being more widely, ex if you think that um, pop culture has impacted whole culture and like the wide acceptance of it. And it seems to have like, it seems to be at the forefront of almost everything that you see on TV in many ways. And I wanted to know what you think about the pop culture influence and if that is impacting whole culture um, and or, um, you know, making it more widely acceptable. So we'll start with Toya the tutor um, and get your thoughts on it, Toya. Sure, thanks. Um, so like Mr. Z said in the chat earlier, um, the cost is mental, social, spiritual, not just physical. It ends up being um, a, a, a zero sum game, you know, and I think that yes, popular culture does perpetuate this, 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 this um, positivity in terms of sex positivity, body positivity, you know, all of those things tend to come together and um, kind of put a filter over what really we should be looking at with clear eyes. And you're, you're having short-term games, gains in this zero sum game. You know, the, the, the promiscuity that you engage in at a party one night because you got to post all these pictures on Instagram turns into a bunch of regret and resentment the following morning. So, you know, these, these women that we can call hoes, they continue in this cycle of behavior because we've put such a precedent on what it looks like to be happy. And as long as your filters are on point and everything on your newsfeed and your timeline presents a story that you're happy, then that's all that really matters. But again, the cost of all of this is something that we haven't even begun to quantify. Oh, that's, that's a good point, Toya. Very good point. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Sexy Red, what are your thoughts uh, as it relates to pop culture and the influence on um, whole culture? It's um, bombarded. It's all in our face all the time. It, it, it started to get, I don't know if anybody else, but it's kind of getting annoying <laughs> at this point. But I think it's just, there's no shame anymore. We accept it. We People see that you can make money being a hoe. Even if you just act like a hoe, even if you aren't one, you'll be able to capitalize off of it. So I I don't think there's any stigma anymore associated with being a hoe. A lot of people are proud to be hoes now. 
It's fun. That's a good point. You know, and I didn't even think about the fact that people can monetize even off of just off of their sexuality in ways that they couldn't before um, mm -hmm. on OnlyFans by putting up pictures of your toes, by, you know, cooking with something sexy on like uh, the IG models, putting on bikini wear and putting it on, you know, Instagram gets you more the followers thirst. and more likes and validation and you get paid off of it. So very the good. thirst, the thirst yeah. is real. And who's thirsting? The men. I'm not trying to shift blame, but I'm just saying. Mm. Okay. Well, good stuff. Thank you, Sexy Red. Uh, celebrity, what are your thoughts on the influence that pop culture has on modern day whole culture? I agree with you, um, with Toya the Tuller and Sexy Red. I, I feel like, like she said, it's being glorified that it's okay to do it. You know, and I think... Um, the sad part is, is when you got these young ladies, I even had 13, 14, 15 year old girls inboxing me telling me if I can help them because they felt like posting half nudes and doing your makeup, making yourself look like you're 18 and 19 was the thing. Well, this rapper does it. She said we're supposed to do it hot girl summer, right? So um, I'm thankful that some young women I've touched um, where they're able to inbox me and ask me for guidance because their mothers are glorifying being a hoe, saying that it's it's okay to go on Snapchat and show your show your stuff. You know, you want to get as Whoa. much attention as you can. Um, and I've seen the screenshots and I've seen this stuff and personally, and it hurts a little bit because um, these young women are looking up to these women that are saying it's okay to be a hoe, like the Britney Rainers and oh, it's okay to find you a ball player, sleep with them, and and do your thing. You know, th that's life. Have a baby by them. You know, you'll be free. You'll you'll you won't have to work for eighteen years because he's gonna be paying you, right? That's that's the norm now. It's okay what? to do that. Uh, go ahead. What are you gonna Remember say? that song, Have a Baby by Me, Be a Billionaire? Uh, oh. 50 Cent. And that is a uh -oh. true statement. It really is. Because she wants us to believe that she was in love with PJ. Come on. She was a known hoe on IG. I mean, that, I mean is the, she is put the, out is, the game plan. Do they not Do they not in sports put out plays? I, well, I, they I put out. She put PJ, out the plays. He didn't watch. He watched it. Still didn't listen. Married her. Still impregnated her, and still went along. I with don't it. think. Did they get married? It was a kid. No, they didn't get married. I thought they, they did. did. They I'm sorry. Uh -huh. No, no, no. Okay. okay. Well, he was not 18, 19 when she started. You know, stalking uh, him, grooming him, stalking him. Yeah, she groomed him. And, and again, when, and you're, I, when you're when you're that age. Views. Yeah. When you're that age, I guys think, think they it's cool did get married. Him and her did get married. Oh, they did. She stole. She stole his youth. She stole his She was known on on campus in college to be a hoe for free. So you was a hoe for free in college, but now she, I guess, overcame like giving the pee away for free. Now she been a you gonna pay for it. She stole that man. She stole that man. The reason why. The Hold reason on, why she stalked. The reason why she stalked and and went after him is because he's this young teenager. You know, making this money in the NBA, everything's new to him. She's an IG model. She's not ugly. So in his eyes, oh, I'm pulling this. She wasn't coming after no mature season, man. You know, because you saw what Kaepernick did. He made her pay for her own fight to get the D. And that that, that right there, he won the award for that one. He wasn't going to pay for nothing. So when she was trying to mess with the older guys, did. they wasn't. <laughs> he made her. And I thought that was dope. I mean, I sent him an IG inbox. He never read it. But hey, I was like, man, you, you the GOAT. Because he knew what, she, what kind of woman she was. But PJ is your young teenage guy who, oh, this is cute. Oh, she has an ass. Oh, I, I can't wait to hit that. You know, and I feel like everybody made it seem like, well, he was an adult. He should have known right from wrong. But it, if it was flipped, they would call mm -hmm. PJ a predator. So 
My thing is right. I'm holding her more accountable than him. Exactly. Because he's Me just, too. everything's Same. new to him. Mm-hmm. He's, I agree. New. Mm-hmm. This is I new. Agree. And, and most he was 18. His reasoning even wasn't even fully developed. And she was a professional yeah. by that time. She had authored a book 20, on the game. 25. So she had miles on her. He was a, a brand new car off the lot. And she had, and she was the used. So what, so okay, so what about, I, I, I don't, about I, I disagree do with that. Thing. So what about, oh, here you know? Danny come. No, I, I, you know, we've already <laughs> we, we went round and round on this, our last show. Yes, Go ahead, Danny. Um, I don't personally feel that PJ was a victim. Um, I think that when a, a person sets out to do exactly what it is that they want to do, you're not going to be able to stop them. PJ had every warning from any and everywhere around. And PJ, PJ had warning from her herself. And PJ chose to not take heed to those warnings. Um, at some point, we have to stop giving excuses um, and, and giving allowances for certain things. Now, I understand a victim being a victim, but if if you telling PJ, look, she a hoe. She says, look, hey, I'm a hoe. Look, uh, I did this. I did that. I fucked however many guys, whatever. I did whatever I wanted to do. And if you choose to fuck with me, then you already know what could come with this. PJ knew what was up. PJ still chose to fuck her raw and get her pregnant. And PJ is now facing the consequences behind it. Yeah. I, I just don't feel like he's a victim if you have every every piece of evidence in front of you but we're operating under the assumption that he had all of that information available. I said, just even like the Why young women you? who were with R. Kelly that were 17 and 18, and they were still be, be, being able to be viewed as victims, despite exactly. R. Kelly's yeah, celebrity, as well as exactly. the reputation. Yeah. No, 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 Great not example. me. I'm talking about well, the media. I'm saying like the media calls those people victims, and I guess right. they could refer to PJ as a victim too, but I don't agree that all of them were victimized. Just like I don't agree that PJ was victimized. Okay, play well, whole game, you win whole prize. He may not be victimized, but he was definitely oh, manipulated. I, that's yeah. I agree with that, sexy red. No, um, I, but I, I believe he there was some manipulation. But he wanted, he wanted that. Just like yeah. when we okay. dated guys that we have no business dating, our parents couldn't stop us when we really, really wanted that's to true. do something. Nobody could stop us. I know I, I just want to ask y'all a question. Do y'all see? Okay, so let me ask y'all this because I, I would love to know your answer. Do you think that uh what Jada Pinkett did by um we talked about Sabrina? that too? Yes, she victimized okay, so, him. He was someone well, I, who I, had what you call her her okay. Hold on, hold on. What I'm saying is a lot of women did not view her as a predator, they said, Well, we'll cheat it. Well, Will did it first. That's it was, not an excuse. Hold on, she prayed on it. Hold on, let her exactly. This man was near death, and that's when she swooped in like a wolf. Right. What I'm saying is, is when I look on social media, I don't see her getting the dragging she deserves. But that had part. that been Will messing with somebody that was near death, he would have been canceled. He would have been, they would have wanted him I agree. up. So what I'm saying is, it angers me how women are seeing Jada as, well, all this is an old, uh, old enough male to know right from wrong. You know, he could have said, hey, you're married. Well, His mental health a- wasn't intact. He, he exactly. was battling depression. He was vulnerable and is, she she came is, in. And exactly. In that case, he was a victim, even though he was a grown ass man, because mm-hmm. this man was near death. He was at his worst, and that's when she swooped in. What I'm saying is women like her need to be held accountable. Instead, we're saying that it's Will's fault because he cheated 20 years ago. They have an open marriage, all the stuff that we don't have proof on. Now mm-hmm. Will is doing damage control. Oh, yeah, well, 
I was messing with the. Oh, I fell in love with <laughs> that. Was her reason? It's all damage control. I know. I know how when, Will when people Smith get caught up. Yeah, Will Smith don't care what that lady. Like, I don't babe. think we should say that. Oh, hold on, guys. Hold on. Cool. Let's 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 get the let's get it back on track towards the actual uh, right. topic of the conversation. So, celebrity, I'm gonna let you wrap up your point. Then I gotta get Doctor Bay in here. And Virtuous Women TV haven't responded to the actual uh, question on the table. Oh, but before celebrity finishes her point, I did want to add Jada's not perceived like that because she has pretty privilege and i think mm. that a lot of people have problems with beautiful men and women being uh portrayed as sexually predatory so mm. that's why she's not getting dragged that's but a good she point. Get like dragged cardi b every day like cardi b yeah, yeah, she she was, mm. cardi b i got she desperate over cardi b she's a predator too not to say anything yeah. bad about leslie jones but if she was leslie jones she would right. have gained that predator Predator title that you guys perceive in her. That's when a Leslie, very good point. When Leslie Jones raped Eddie Murphy on that uh, coming to America too, nobody said a word. <laughs> Grace nobody Jones. <laughs> Grace Jones. Okay, nobody let's get. Let's no, get I'm Dr. talking about coming to America too. She raped. Oh, him. she raped. She raped um, Prince Akeem. I, I, know what you're talking, I know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Well, it was. It was no a one movie, said anything. So maybe that, maybe that was it. The reasoning, but um, but if it would have been the other way around. It would have been yeah. a problem, you know. I think that I just hadn't factored in, you know, her pretty privilege and the fact that that is my that um the role that that plays in why she wasn't viewed as a predator. But um, we got we got to read the super chats real quick. Yeah, uh, uh, Dana Pinkett is average to me. Her getting her cheek done still the deal for yeah. me. She's no, but I think she's viewed as attractive by most cute. people. No, most people would view her as attractive. They don't need to be attractive because they're looking, they're thinking of the old Jada. The new Jada yeah. don't look good at all. She's trash. Possibly. But let's read the super chats real quick, Dr. Bay, and then I'm gonna get you in. So Dr. Bay says hosts don't deserve grace, but they take it. Oh, um, David Johnson says this is for all the hoes in the house because hoes gotta eat too. Uh, because they can't. Oh my gosh. Um really, David. Yeah. Uh, thank you, Dave. We appreciate you. Jesus Christ. Uh, Quran says, Superhead would leave her husband for Lil Wayne. PJ got played by her and himself. Hoes make it hard for others, uh, or for other hoes, because he is the poster child for not wife and hoes. Jada, too. Um, we got one from L. Nixon. He says, Sister George and Concrete Rose, you ladies have done it again. You have another group of my favorite ladies on uh YouTube up there. Love y'all. Can- oh, oh, y'all can be tough, but I love it and look forward to more conversations. Thank you, thank you, thank you, L. Nixon. We appreciate your love and support, brother. Um, Dr. Bay, what is your take on the question of the influence of pop culture on modern day whole culture? Girl, yeah, I already know <laughs> my take on it. Um, the culture today ha- has tremendously influenced um, how women view themselves now. You can just look at the BBL uh, epidemic or that's going on right now. Like a lot of chicks, I mean, you're seeing these 40 and 50-year-old women Ooh, going, yeah. under the, going under the knife trying to keep up with these young girls as hoes. You know what I'm saying? Because they ain't got a man and they think that's the way to get a man. So it's very influential right mm-hmm. now. Um, I used to, uh, I used to model in my twenties, and this was before like 
This was before like all this stuff going on. Now. Girl, uh, Tim. Oh, excuse me. Dr. Bay was like one of the first IG models, honey. Listen, okay. So I had a lot of older men who used to prey on me to try to get my my money. Like when I go to radio shows, when I did magazines, when I did music videos, like men preyed on me trying to get my money, but I was my own manager. So I that's ain't had I meant, to look at the contract. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Who's talking? Uh, you go ahead. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. Yeah. Like, just like what Megan Thee Stallion is doing. I was doing that before her, like before her, it was harder for me because women look down on me. I was a very intelligent woman. I went out here home myself, but yeah, I was a bikini model. I, I wore lingerie. I wore bathing suits. I wore the crop shirts with the jeans. But now that's the thing. You can wear that for nothing. You can wear that to the Walmart now. I used to just wear it for money. For money that people pay for subscriptions on my website. It Like now it's so watered down. I used to make good money from it when it wasn't a popular thing now it's so so common that women who have a normal lifestyle like have a career they're transitioning their lifestyle to it so to answer your question yes the whole culture have influenced the whole world you just look at like beyonce was a wholesome girl now she look like a straight thought you know what i'm saying so it's like just looking at how the culture has been now the stripper culture has taken over the has taken over the um like i guess you would say the hip-hop world or the music industry it has taken over that because all the girls is coming out you can go from lotto to megan the stallion to uh sweetie to whoever whichever rap chick you want to mm. look at Lil kim when she was doing it everybody looked down on her so wow. i don't know i mean I, i've been I, i'm i've been i've been in the game so i know how it go I don't call myself. I don't feel like I'm a home and get money as type type of chick. That's how. That's who I am. So well, I look at it like um, society, um, pop culture has definitely, definitely, definitely influenced it. Um, what I wanted to say too, if you think about the agenda of pop culture and what that set out to do, um, if you ever watched a show like I Love Lucy or um leave it to beaver or an old like even good times there were certain things that they wouldn't even say out loud on tv mm -hmm. i remember they wouldn't even use pregnant um when lucy uh lucille ball was pregnant on the show they wouldn't even use the word that she was pregnant um right. they had to say that she was expecting a baby um then if you think about um some of the programming that's been um books have been published about like um what's the the like the project uh damn i'm forgetting all of this stuff but it's basically like mk ultra programming um things that the type of imaging that they're using with everything if you notice damn near every pop star that's coming out nowadays barely have any freaking talent that's on display before you know that they're a hoe um lizzo's ass can play the flute like really can play the flute but basically all we know Lizzo for is twerking or showing her ass. When Aisha came, Aisha Curry came out, 
Y'all remember when Aisha was talking about, oh, there's some things that she has to leave to the attention and um, leave to her man's attention and um, just for her man. And then <laughs> all of a sudden she needed attention and she's slotting it up on Instagram now okay. um, while being married. And it's like it's still a need for attention. So I think a attention a drive drives a lot of the culture. We attention see is currency for women. Right. So, we see yeah. how people treat stars and. Um, then you think about like a woman who didn't get that kind of attention and now she can go and get a BBL and get it all or get a lot of, you know, just people to, to come after her. Um, women see that everybody sees that. And, um, I think that it, we kind of go off of what each other thinks and we, we go with that. And so I think pop culture has definitely influenced a lot of it. We got to get virtuous woman TV in here too, and get her response. Uh, thank you for your patience, Virtuous Woman TV. What are your thoughts? Oh, yeah, no problem. I'm listening to you guys. Um, I think mine kind of plays into Sister George's a little bit. Um, I think when we think about pop culture and Hoenn and its influence, we have to think about who the target is. And the, the target is the good girl. <laughs> you know, we're, we're talking about a, a, an agenda to, one, dismantle family structures because we know that single women spend a whole lot more money, you know, on frivolous things than married women. So that's the first part. Um, the second part is the good woman is the target because we're, we're, we're conditioned with things like nice girls finish last, you know, oh, well, you're just fucking for free. You didn't get paid, uh, you know. And then, like I said, the flooding of the materialism, the, the Birkin bags, the, the, the jets, the trips. Mm. Um, and then now they're even attaching a man to it. You know, all like I said, all of these hoes um, are now promoting relationships as if, you know, I'm going on these trips and stuff because of my man. But the reality of hoeing, like like the guy said, is just like getting drafted in the NBA. The, the chances of you being a paid hoe is not that uh, high. You know, most women are spending money to make money, but they're not even making money. You know, a lot of women are investing in the BBLs. They're investing in the weaves. They're investing in everything that it takes to put the image forward, thinking they're going to attract this money. But but again, it's like getting drafted for the NBA. You know, the, the reality for most strippers is that they put in an eight hour shift and maybe only make enough money to pay the DJ and, and, and tip out. You know what I mean? So all hoes ain't getting paid. You know, the ones at the top are selling you the dream so that you trade your virtue for their lifestyle and their lifestyle is not even real 95% of the time. That's exactly wow. Yeah. Uh, so, super solid point. Um, very good stuff. Um, really quick, I'll read the super chat, Danny, and then you can go with your next question. Terenzo says, people should all research how notes money is created from thin air and it's literally worthless. When have we ever needed anything from people that don't look like us at all? Enjoy your day, everyone. Thank you, Terenzo. Appreciate the support. Um, Danny, what you got for the ladies? Oh, um, Concrete, could I respond to a virtuous woman's, like, just say a comment? Sure, because, um, yeah, Danny may be busy. Go ahead, Dr. Bay, what you got? Okay, I know she said, like, now um, when people, people look like, how you say, she said people look like they're getting money or, or, or you, it looks like they're getting money from what they're doing, but they really not. And like I say, that's the clout thing. 
I think people do anything for clout. So how far would you go or how much dignity are you willing to um, lose for the attention? And yeah. so that that's what we are like. I mean, in this generation, like I'm I'm I don't feel that you have to do all that. You know, I don't feel no woman has to do all that. But that's that whole mentality that these people have because they try to do anything for attention. Like it's people on here, they'll light their hair on fire for attention, mm, or mm. they'll um drink, they'll drink a whole uh fifth of Hennessy for attention. You know, so yeah, and it, and it goes hand in hand with this whole culture mentality. It's women that will let men do whatever for attention, yeah. and then and they get popular from that attention. And once they get popular, then when they get that attention that they're seeking, yes, it be certain men that come around. It's certain, you know, just like when Danny said, you know, these women uh get this work done. Spending out like well, virtuous woman said, women to get all this work done. They seeking mm -hmm. some type of validation or attention, and they still not getting it. They wasted all this money and still at That's home broke and by themselves. And I know women let me who have actually like. Uh, let me just real quick, concrete. Um, the the thing that I find interesting though, you got the woman getting the BBL, you got the other woman on the opposite side of that. And neither one of them are getting married at the same rates that women once were. And it's like the good woman, do y'all feel like they have enough incentive um, because neither side is getting married nowadays? Well, like let me answer this. Be, let me say this before, because this is, this ties into what I was going to add really quickly. A virtuous woman pointed out how essentially like the family structure is under attack. And to your point, I don't think that women are necessarily aspiring to marry. I see a lot of women who are trying to put on as if they live this luxe lifestyle without having a man. And it, they're saying it in the sense of what do I need a man for? I'm able to vacation buy designer bags and, uh, you know, get surgery. And to be completely honest, most of the things that they're doing are being financed. They have a firm or quad pay and all the, they're literally telling you how you can do it on a $40,000 salary, which you're essentially just creating more debt for yourself. But I don't know if many of them aspire to marry. I think that, I, I mean, I, I, I would say, of course, they aspire to marriage. I think that it's natural for some of those women to desire marriage um but again like i said if you're set marriage is not a lifestyle that's being sold there was an era where it was there was an era where you know people were doing the relationship thing the black love thing but that wasn't paying corporations like i said when there's a man in the middle there's not going to be too much frivolous spending but Facts. When you have single insecure women, that's when your your resources are going to be exploited just on a wide range, right? And, mm. and and we and we have to talk about it's not just women hoeing on Instagram that are trying to get to the bag. We have women that are um they're they're uh, running credit card scams, busting checks, taking penitentiary chances. A lot of women go to jail from trying to get to the bag and and like you said, put that image forth and portray that independence. A lot of women take a lot of risk for the lifestyle. But if, if they had a solid relationship with a solid man that they wanted to build with, then it's actually less risk for the woman. A lot of women don't see it that way because that's not what's being flushed in front of them. What's being flushed in front of them 
is men are predatory. They just want to use you and exploit you. That you know, married people are broke. Uh, good girls are homely. You know, that's what's being conditioned into your mind. And and, and the hoes are winning. Mm-hmm is looking like they're winning, but that's not really the actual case. You know what I'm saying? So like I said, for so to your question, Concrete Rose, those are the women who bought into it. That's that's just mm-hmm. all there is to it. They bought into it and they're spending more than they're making. Trust me. Oh yeah, I can tell it's because it, it's apparent. Uh, thank you for that really quick. Dr. Are- Bray, go ahead. Yeah, I was gonna say, yeah, they are spending more than what they making. Cause I know, uh, I know a couple women who got their bodies done, and they still, <laughs> they still not getting. You know, they not reaping the benefits of it. Cause men look at them like they hoes, and they real good wholesome chicks. You know what I mean? But they're <laughs> trying to keep, they trying to keep up with with what's out there. And what these women are, are like how they mindset is. See, a whole mindset is a little bit different from a woman mindset. Exactly. So, so you can have that whole body, but a woman mindset, but all a man see is a hoe. Mm. Good stuff, Dr. Bay. Um, Danny, what is your next question? And then I'm going to come behind you with mine. What does a society look without hoes? Like what what would that vision be for you? And I'll start with Toya the tutor. Oh my. Society <laughs> world like? without hoes. All right. So you know what? I'm glad you asked that question because that's exactly what I was kind of getting at last week with reference to offering Brittany Renner Grace. Um we have this problem with thinking we can discard people. My standpoint comes simply from the fact that I have needed grace before in my life. So I will always be able to give it to someone. And again, I'm going to remind everybody that grace simply means courteous goodwill. Doesn't mean she gets a ring, she gets a marriage, she gets the best guy on the block. None of that is interpreted by grace. It's literally offering courteous goodwill to folks. So a world without hoes is a world that looks very different from the world we're in today, I would imagine, because a hoe is a person too. So no matter what you feel about somebody being a hoe or whatever you you know attribute to that, um, I think that what makes the world spin is the fact that we have various differences. I always like to say variety is the spice of life. So the world will look very different without hoes. That's my short answer. Oh, can I go, please? Oh my God. Yes. uh, Sexy Red, (laughs) what are your thoughts? (laughs) There's going to be a lot of uh, sexually frustrated men out there. It's going to be a lot of simps too, because men would when they're gonna do what they need to do to get what they want and if that's sex then it's a it's a slippery slope you can't so win do holes cause uh cause uh simp prevention may i believe so because if that's because if you can outright pay for it you don't have to simp mm, they would be more they, there would be more pandering a lot more pandering if they if if more women had standards and boundaries, these men would fuck would lose their shit. They would. A lot of them put, oh, I'm so gra- glad that women are sexually liberated because it makes it easier to have sex with them. 
Yeah, it's wild. But the men are the ones that are creating the hoes, you know. By exactly. But are are men the world though? Because the question was, what would the world look like without hoes? Wasn't specific to men. I'll I'll wait my turn. Y'all go ahead. Okay. Um. But sexy red, are you finished with uh, your point? Yeah. Very interesting. Very interesting. Um, celebrity. You know, I just try to add a little comedy to it. A little uh, satire. I understood exactly though. Um, very interesting point. Um, celebrity, what are your thoughts? Because we're gonna get back to that. That's interesting. Um, hmm. It's a good question. Um and I know that there are people too, but still, I think if there weren't any holes, there'd be more, you know, young ladies doing better with their, their life, with their, you know, with, um, with themselves. And I'm only speaking from being a case manager for many years and the recent young girls that I've been speaking with. Um, I wouldn't want these young girls to think being a hoe is, is the best thing to do. I would want them to go to school, finish school, and really, you know, do their research on what they're wanting with their life. So, um, I can't give a woman who slept with a hundred guys grace. They have to earn that for me. I'm sorry. I mean, when we, in life, you don't, no one just gives you respect. You have to earn it. So why would I give someone who made a mistake, you know, that's not acknowledging the the mistake grace. Can't do that. When you acknowledge your mistakes, you you stop doing the behavior. When you continue to do the behavior, you're not getting grace from me. I'm going to make sure I tell you that, you know, you a hoe, you know, until you can change your, your direction in life. I will never give you any respect. I don't respect hoes. I don't respect women that get surgery and, and deny it. I respect those who are true to themselves and who, who who keep it 100. And a lot of these women don't, you know, like I said. So I think if there weren't any hoes, I think there would be more young ladies, you know, doing better with their lives. I think there wouldn't be so many bastard kids, so many women chasing these child support checks. It would be different. I think it would be different, but that would never happen. Mm. We're not in that world. It would never happen unless, you know, you know, God starts over, right? So we wow. know that's never going to happen. There's always going to be hoes on both sides. I'm not saying that there are no men that are hoes, but I hold women more accountable because we go through carrying a baby. We go through almost dying. We have the temple to create the life, to, to give birth to life. So I hold women more accountable than men because we can say, no, I'm not going to let this man in my temple or yes, I'm going to let this man in my temple. I just value the temple differently than other women. So hmm. I would just say it wouldn't be you know, it would be a perfect world um, having girls that are actually doing better with their lives and not having kids at 13. I mean, I, I, I know a young girl right now who just had a kid at 14. That hurts my heart, man. It hurts. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I would I would wish that these women would treat their kids better and say, don't do what mommy did. Don't be a hoe like mommy. Let me teach you a different route. But they're not doing that. They're not doing that. I'm dealing with a 14 year old girl who just had a kid and it's not my daughter, you know, but I'm her mentor and I'm gonna do whatever I can to, to try to help this young woman. Because her mama didn't do it. So wow. there's my answer. Thank okay. you, Celebrity. Um, she holds no punches. <laughs> I respect it. Uh, really quick, let me read the super chat and then we'll get Dr. Bay in. Black Ken says, a world without hoes is a world without wives. Ooh, they are two sides of the same coin. Yes, I said it. Oh, we shots fired. Uh, thank you for the support, Black Ken. And also shout out to my bro. Um, I do think, yeah. Oh, Kick Clouds. Yeah. Um, I was making sure I knew I saw it in there. Kick Clouds, thank you, thank you, thank you for the cash app. We appreciate you, brother. Um, uh, Dr. Bay, what you got, sis? No, a world without hoes 
will be a world without the game, okay? The game, it won't be no game if it was no hoes. And I'm saying, when I say ho, I'm saying women, that's hoes, and men, that's hoes. Because I don't, I don't look at look at them either way. I don't respect the man that used to be promiscuous. He ain't getting no grace. And I don't really, res I don't respect women to, to that's hoes either. Because I know I'm not going to respect a woman who done had sex with my husband. I don't care if she ain't in the church. She's still a hoe to me, especially if she know I got a husband and she still was fooling with him. So, you know, I don't, you know, women out here, they say they don't want to give people uh, passes or grace. I mean, to each his own, they're going to have to, like, they they going to take their grace. Because I see women who I know that's been hoes or whatever, That, that that's all they were known to be was hoes. They happily married in another city that don't nobody know they was a hoe at. You know what I'm saying? So they they take their grace. So they they do their little thing and then they stop and they move on with their life. Or they tell their story to somebody else to try to stop them from living that type of lifestyle. Cause I done seen that side of the game too. So like a world without hoes would be a world without without the game. Like a, a man wouldn't be having to play a game with a woman, a woman wouldn't be having to play game have to uh, play games with a man. It probably would be boring. And then just like the guy said in the super chats, two sides to it. I mean, just like you got your people who work in corporate America, then you got people that do the street stuff. It's two sides to everything. Mm. Good point, Dr. Ben. Mm. Very good point. Uh, Virtuous Woman TV, what you got uh, on uh, a world without hoes? A, a world without hoes would be uh mass amount of pressure on virtuous women <laughs> i think it would lead to polygyny uh and the normalization of sister wives because i think that i think women low-key welcome the hoes I, I don't think no woman wants to have to occupy the idle man's mind 24 7 you know what i mean and so if you don't have that level of entertainment then it's going to be a, a huge amount of pressure on wives you know what i mean um, so that that would be my first element of it, because I believe even with sex work, I think it was created to protect virtuous women from the depraved minds of men. You know, what I mean, a lot of women will tell you, oh, well, you need to become his fantasy and you need to give him what you can become his fantasy. You can give him what he wants. We know that tiny was T.I.'s fantasy. She gave him threesome. She gave him drugs. She gave him young women. She gave him. Oh, and he still did what he's gonna do you know what i mean so it's, there's no amount of there's nothing that you can give of yourself as a woman to a man to keep him from exercising his idle mind you know what i mean so at the end of the day hoes are necessary the energy is necessary the entertainment factor is necessary i think that a lot of people want to believe that we all just want to walk the straight and narrow but again, people who hate the game are the ones who don't know how to play it. The ones who know how to play it understand that it exists and they just want to give themselves the best position on the board. And that's pretty much how I feel about it. Mm. Um, I want to answer the question. Um, I think a world without hoes. I think that a world without hoes uh, would look very different. I think that the black community would likely be in a better position. Um, although I'm a traditionalist, um, I am not a proponent for um, removing freedoms from people. Um, 
I uh, don't want any of my freedoms infringed upon. Um, I, as shitty as this country may be, uphold the Constitution. And I believe people should have the right to operate how they want and have full autonomy over their own bodies. I wouldn't, I'm not a proponent. I would never advocate for women being able to, um, I would never advocate for prostitution or a hoeing, but I do feel as though people have the right to decide what to do with their own bodies. Um, I, I do believe that the Black community would be in a better position in a, uh, if, you know, hoeing didn't exist. Um, but at the same time, I don't know that I would turn back the hands of time to um, a different period where we had less freedoms in order to have a better community. Mm. Um, I think of it, um, in a sense of, uh, a world without hoeing would be like a world without, uh, predatory behavior. And not to say that I shouldn't necessarily associate hoeing with predatory behavior, mm. but it kind of made me think about it. Like, um, if a person's trying to take advantage of somebody or, like with the game and with Tammy, excuse me, when Dr. Bay was talking about the game, it kind of made me think about the game. And um, so basically uh, women will, or however a woman chooses to hold, usually it's trying to get somebody out of something and, and um, without um, losing anything in the process. And I think that predatory relationships will always exist. And I might be all over the place with this, but I had a thought process about it. I'm sorry. But I was just thinking like somebody's always going to be predatory somewhere. So that's why I think there's a need for um, a certain type of finesse culture. Um, a lot of women who have um, participated in be in whole behavior, I'm not going to say that they're all bad people or they're not undeserving of whatever, right. because some, some men actually like the behavior. They participate. A lot of people participated participate in it to a certain degree um so it's like we all kind of have um mistakes and things wrong with us but we choose to just kind of judge people uh different and think that we're better to a certain degree and i think we all do that to a certain degree so yeah i was all over the place sorry um, I'm gonna read the. I, I, I understood what you were saying. Go ahead. Okay, I'm gonna read the super chat. Shout out to Rosie K. Harris. He says, "Much love to the sisters on the panel. Um, thank you so much, Rosie. Much love to you as well." Um, shout out to David Johnson, the asshole. He says, "We need polygyny." Um, y'all, listen. Yeah. I watched a video last night. Um, this was on Saint in the Sinners channel. And he had a woman that has two husbands on there. Um, honey, if y'all haven't seen that interview, it is something to behold. But, I, you know, I just had to plug there because I watched it last night and I was shocked. Um, mm -hmm. But shout out to Jessica X. She says, a smart woman learns from the sexuality and eyes on the prize mentality of the hoe. The traditional aspects of the conservative woman and carves her own way thoughts a smart woman right? um that's interesting though because uh you know i don't know a lot of women who've been able to though master um their sexuality and um also be empowered but also 
in that aspect, but also be conservative. What does mastering your sexuality uh, look like to you? To me, so look, it's not being coerced into actually having sex. Like you have sex on your own terms when you mm -hmm. want to. You're not, um, a, a person doesn't have to persuade you or you're not um, in a situation to where you feel like you're pressured to have sex versus actually wanting to have sex and actually enjoying it. To me, that's what mastering, mastering your own sexuality looks like to me. Um, for me, I would say just being extremely liberated um, as it relates to your sexuality, knowing yourself, um, also being empowered to um, operate how you want to um, within your sexuality. So in the bedroom, um, you know, just in uh, everyday settings, even like owning your sexuality is I'm not relegating it strictly to sex. Uh, and intimacy, but also in how you operate as in, in your womanhood, in your womanness, um, just kind of owning a room because you're empowered uh, and you own your sexuality. Mm -hmm. um, thank you, Everyday Motivation, for the super sticker. And I am going to ask another question. And right, uh, I Danny think we have one more. Oh. Yeah, I'm sorry. Shout out Jean to Eugene. Eugene Steele, a world without 304s equals reduced cheating, better family structure, reduction in single moms, reduction in independent women. Oh. Um, but the thing, the problem is, is <laughs> how would that affect a man's um, positioning in life? Because we're not going to sit over here and say that a lot of men don't like dealing with hoes. A lot of men love hoes. A lot of men advocate for this culture. Um, and I'm not going to say that they're necessarily simps either. All of them aren't simps. So mm -hmm. I, I wonder how men rectify that. That's interesting. And they, and they don't. But why, with hoes. And they why would a man want a woman dependent on him? Why would you want another able-bodied adult to be completely dependent upon you? That that sounds um, better than what it truly... It may sound idealistic and it may sound like an awesome thing, but if you really think about it, do you want someone completely 100% dependent upon you i don't know how i don't some know men, how some men men like, but you got to think about how people like codependent relationships um one of the things that my grandma would uh tell us you know you have to disable a man he don't know how to do shit around the house so he will be dependent on on you so it's codependency not like is not healthy that's like why, why would you want that though i think relationships are a bit codependent in its raw form i think but that's just yeah i think you there's interdependence in relationships Right, right, exactly. Virtuous Woman TV interdependence, but not codependence. She said interdependence is oh, what you generally gotcha. have in relationships, not codependency. Gotcha. And I think I just wanted to also talk about I, I, I don't know, it just seems like a, a lot of I, I don't know, a lot of gas given to hoes because it's like it's like, as, especially as far as the last comment is concerned, him saying, like, oh, without hoes, there would be less cheating. Uh, it, it it takes the male's participation, you know, like mm -hmm. men could put, could potentially cheat with other men. They mm. can cheat with married women. Ooh, uh, they don't, a lot of people aren't dealing with the quote unquote hoe as you see it, which is sexually provocative women. A lot of people are dealing with those girl next door, those prudish types, et cetera. Um, a hoe don't determine what a, what's in a man's proclivity to do. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? So I think there needs to be some responsibility there. 
I mean, I think even biblically, the the man is uh, sinning when he participates with hoes or immoral women. You know what I mean? But there's no responsibility taken there. It's just like, oh, get this out of my face. If I don't see you hoes, then all of a sudden, I'm not going to want to cheat. And it's like, I don't know if, if that's the case, because that's like you saying that you are mm -hmm. a slave to women. And it, yeah, and it, take, it removes the accountability from the man completely. So I agree with that wholeheartedly. Um, okay, so my next question uh, that I am going to ask is in relation to the topic. Um, as it relates to hoes deserving grace, <laughs> I've kind of gotten the stance that some of you have on the topic, but I wanted to get a direct answer from you. Um, do you believe that hoes deserve grace? One, and um, if so, in, in what capacity as um, the super chat that we received earlier uh, from Black Wizard uh, was asking, in what capacity or what would that grace look like um, the grace that we extend to hoes? If if yes, in what capacity would that grace be uh, extended? Uh, so starting with Toya, um, just the answer to the actual topic of the hour. So we're really keeping the L silent, calling them hoes, right? Because think about it, the word hole, H-O-L-E, they're trying to fill a figurative hole, literally. Mm. Uh, promiscuity and grace. So... The whole reason why I think they deserve grace is, like I said, courteous goodwill. We've all made decisions that we are less than proud of and needed grace from someone when we were less than able to ask for it. I'm not saying that everybody should bow down and offer people, the Brittany Renners of the world, their grace. But the point is, sexual narcissism and prom promiscuity uh, exploit or manipulate, but the first person they do that to is themselves. If we're not the people who are in a better place, off, able to offer those people grace, how do they get through that? She still has a child to raise. There are plenty of women who are following this blueprint. So I'm sorry if the way I come across this is, is kind of downing or too deep, but I'm passionate about it because of the fact that Someone offered me grace when I needed it. And that's really the only place I'm coming at it from, a place of compassion, of understanding the fact that the, the, the woman next to me is no less of a woman just because she's a hoe, just like I'm no less of a woman because I can't have a child. Interesting. Oh, wow, Toya. Um, dang, that was, wow. Uh, I, I'm speechless. Uh, thank you for your response. Um, wow. I appreciate that. Um, Sexy Red, what are your thoughts on whether or not hoes deserve grace? And if your answer is yes, in what capacity would that grace be extended? Um, I don't know. Uh, I don't know, because I don't really judge people like that. I really don't think too much about, about it. So you move it. You can just go ahead. Move on. Uh, okay. Uh, thank you. Anyway, Sexy Red. Uh, celebrity, uh, what are your thoughts? I kind of answered that question earlier. Um, like I said, yeah, I don't really did. see it as... <laughs> she said, yeah, you did. I don't. But really you did say as... something about like if they've taken ownership and or, um, you know, if you see changed behavior. So if you so, can even maybe elaborate on that. Be, yeah. But that wouldn't yeah. make them so, a whole would it? Well, so, I mean, we're at one point in time and acknowledging your behavior... Yeah, 
I, I guess so let, me not. Like let me let me put it like this. I I had a lot of close friends that have known me for over twenty years that I I cut off because of their whorish ways. I didn't want to be around a woman in that nature. Knowing that I'm married, I didn't want to associate myself with someone who can't figure it out and made excuses for why she was sleeping with you know five or six men a week. I to feel me, you on that. That's reckless. Mm -hmm. So I'm not going to say, well, hey, we've been friends for 20 years. I'm going to give you grace. Hell no. I said you a hoe. Uh, I don't condone your lifestyle. So we're going to have to, you know, cut ways until you can fix yourself. And this woman has three kids and three baby daddies. So I feel worse for the kids because, like I said, it's a choice to go out there and sleep around. But to earn grace for me, it's a woman turning her life around, getting herself in the books, reading and, and looking at her kids like, you know what? I have to live for them. So my actions are going to cause a reaction in them when they get older. So let me stop owing and become a woman, a lady, and do better with my life. That woman would get grace for me. But not a woman that's out there, hey, Snapchat, yeah, I'm living a life. No, you would never get grace for me. And I'm sorry if you call it judgment, but I didn't make those decisions. So I've never been a hoe. Like I said, I can count on one hand the men I've slept with, and I'm very happy to be able to do that. I've only been in three long relationships that were four years or more. You know, so what I'm saying is, I'm not saying, hey, I'm high and mighty, but, you know, I grew up in a, in a household where my dad told me your actions would, would determine your future. That's all I'm going to tell you. Your mama's not here to, to help you. Your grandmother's not here to help you. You got to make the choice to be a better person than the people you've seen do bad. And that's what I did. I went that route. That's all it took for my dad to get me in line. And I have two older sisters who don't have kids, who aren't hoes. So what I'm saying is, we make the choice to do what we want to do with our lives, but I will never give a whole grace. And I don't care if someone says I'm wrong for that. You'll never get it from me if you're still out there living that hoeish life and you got kids at home that need to eat. I just can't give you no respect. You'll never get it from Daphne. You might get it from Pookie. You might get it from your girlfriends. Hey, girl, keep hoeing. Yes, bitch. You're not going to get that from me. I don't care how long I've known you. So until you can fix your life, you will never get grace from me. That's like saying, God, forget, I'm going to keep sinning. I'm going to keep going out there and hurting people, but you're going to forgive me at the end of the day, and I'm not even going to ask for it. I'm just going to assume you're going to forgive me. No, that's not the way it works. So there's my answer. Wow. Thank you, celebrity. I appreciate your honesty. And I love the fact that you are true to who you are and you like, this is what it is. And I don't care who like it. So thank you for your response. Um, Dr. Bay, what are your thoughts? Do hoes deserve grace? And if so, in what capacity? Um, I don't think so. I'm, I'm not, I don't think women does. No, I shouldn't say women. I don't think hoes deserve grace, especially when they know what they doing. Like, no, I'm not. I'm not finna give you grace. Um, I don't respect a hoe. So, okay. no, not for me. Okay. Uh, Virtuous Woman TV. What are your thoughts? I mean, honestly, my thoughts are that God gives grace. <laughs> I mean, I don't think that grace is up to another person to get to give. I think that if I think that if you do give grace, quote unquote, it's because you are a gracious person. And by them coming in contact with you or your spirit, they receive grace by proxy. And obviously, if you don't communicate with hoes, then hoes ain't going to get your grace. But as far as uh, uh, grace in and of itself, it's a gift from God and it's and it's given according to the measure that is given, you know, by you. So it's, it's, it's kind of like a reciprocal energy. I think that people who have a strong stance on giving grace, haven't been given much grace themselves. 
And a lot of women who have these kind of harsh attitudes, um, you know, when it comes to women and the way that they conduct themselves, a lot of them have been um, rejected by women on some sub subconscious level or another, and they haven't received grace as far as their perspective um, and what they deem to be the best of themselves in contributing to life as well. So that's why people have an issue with that thing called grace. But like I said, it's God's to give. Um, and if you're a gracious person, everyone who comes in contact with you will receive grace, period. So it's not like a, it's not like you can ever not give grace if you're a gracious person. So that's how I see it. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate that. Really quick. Going to read the super chats. Got one from Karan. He says, sis proof single fathers are better. I'm just saying. Uh, thank you. What does that even mean? I don't know. Uh, maybe he was talking to someone in the chat. Thank you, Karan. I think, I, hold on. But, I think he was talking about me. He meant that for celebrity. I thought, I thought yeah. he was talking about But I didn't know why he said that. Uh, yeah, I still don't understand the connection. I'm not drawing the no, connection. No, but I, I, he, no, no, hold on. He, about he, single he, fathers he, being better? No, 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 not better. What he's saying is because I was raised by my father and I didn't turn oh, out a hoe. And I know okay. most people will oh, assume that yeah. women are hoes because their dad wasn't around and it was just their mom, you know? And in my case, I it was you. my dad and I turned out fine. So that's why he said that. Oh, yeah. okay. Very interesting. I know Virtuous Woman TV has a different stance on that because she was saying like when the mom, when there's an issue with the mom, but thank you, uh, celebrity, for clearing that up. Um, Black Wizard says, I think you can extend grace to someone and not invite them into your inner circle. I think the grace part comes from the persecution. You can enforce your boundaries and still show grace. Black Wizard, I love that. Um, thank you. Thank you for the support. Yeah, I like that. Um, that was nice. I agree. Grogu said, is the panel open? Danny, did you drop the link? No, actually, I am getting ready to drop the link right now. You don't got to um, accept the hopes. <laughs> um, we will be doing one person at a time up here. because I am And we're only allowing a limited amount of people. So if you guys want to come up, make sure you hit that link. Um, I'm gonna go, I got to drop down, but thank you so much. I really appreciate y'all having me. Thank you for thank joining, you. Sexy Red. We appreciate you as well. Thank you for joining and uh, contributing. Uh, I want to answer the question. Do hoes deserve grace? Um, there's very few people that I wouldn't extend grace to. Um, you know, people who commit crimes against children, uh, people who do heinous acts, um, having complete autonomy over your body and allowing whomever you want to enter. Um, I don't consider that to be a heinous or deplorable act. So I would extend grace to hoes. I have hoes who I'm friends with, who I love dearly, who there's nothing that I wouldn't do for them. Um, and I've extended grace to them. I've, ha I've had great grace extended to me. I was a teen mom. I, you know, um, have and I was also a single. Well, I wasn't technically a single mom, but I was uh, unmarried when uh, you know I had my children. So um, I, and grace has been extended to me. So I am like an eternal optimist. I see the good in people. I'm always looking for the silver lining. Um, I, like this, like I said, the friends that I have that are promiscuous, like they are still good people. Um, they have hearts of gold. Um, they are giving. They are loving. They have phenomenal energy. And, you know, I, I just, you know, I am not going to um, persecute them any more 
uh, for any more than their own uh, torment that they're dealing with or internal trauma that they are personally dealing with from the ramifications of their behavior. Um, it's not up to me to judge them. Um, I, I, you know, I love them dearly. So for me personally, I will extend grace. Um, you know, I, I have, especially when it comes to my people, just a very big soft spot, um, like unyielding empathy that I extend to my own people. And I will probably always be like that. So for me, the answer is yes. Um, I do believe that hoes deserve grace. Um, as it relates to the capacity that that grace is extended, um, I, you know, um, put few limitations on the capacity in which I would extend that grace to um, quote unquote hoes. So that's Ooh. my response. I do want to answer the question. I'm going to read the super chat first. Shout out to David Johnson. He says, God only gives grace when you repent. Um, radical change. He said, he also says, you only forgive someone who asks for forgiveness and mm. if they repent. Um, but we ain't God that. though. We ain't God. to repentance. So that's where Jesus came in at, but go off. Um, my answer is I am conflicted to a certain degree. On one hand, I think like, yeah, because everybody makes mistakes and everybody um does what you know, everybody goes through something, everybody has a right to process. And then when I think about another aspect of it, like what does it really mean? And so then when a bitch done slept with your man and a bitch is up in your face and a bitch is terrorizing your ass and um doing whatever or just being evil and this, that, and the third, then I'm like, why do I deserve to give um, anything, why do they deserve anything from me if they're being a terrible person? Um, and it go, you know, it, I would go to the point of like extreme point, like you, you, that person may be a terrible person, but then when you think about that person's pathology and what they've gone through, um, I would like to think that most people have gone through something that led them to a certain point of behavior. So then at that same token, it's like, well, they went through this, that, and the third, and they have a reason um, for doing this. But, you know, like I said, I'm conflicted about it because then when it comes down to men and men being predators and shit like this, everybody has a pathology that led them somewhere. So I don't know. You know what? I think that um, I, I understand your point. I think when I think about like, do hoes deserve grace? Most hoes ain't slept with my man. So when I'm answering, I'm answering like in a general sense, do hoes deserve grace? Um, you know, I had the, yeah, know, but so if, for, you, I, if you talk about, if you talk about, um, let's say the extreme hoes and we know mm -hmm. that extreme hoes will exist, will fuck your man in a bathroom while you cooking for him. Right. Um, you have women that are like that and I'm she, huh? uh, uh, I can't hear you. Yeah, oh, she's going in on it. Oh, can you hear me? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. I was just laughing at what you were saying. No, I'm just saying, like, you just think about it. Like, there's some women who will really go out of their way to do some fuck shit to you. And it could be in existence because of your man or, or, or what you chose or, or whatever, whatever. And, and it could be because they want them or whatever. And then it becomes like the survival of the fittest. And 
um, people will do whatever in whatever situation. So then it's like when you really think about people's morals and how people's morals are subjective and what people will let people get away with that shit that you wouldn't let a person get away with what somebody else might do. Yeah. It becomes real, real, really freaking interesting because it's like everybody. But you know what? Shit to them. But you know what, though? I think that in that question, in that scenario that you just said, two things. Number one, Black Wizard pointed out boundaries. I have boundaries in place with all my friends, hoes or non-hoes. Um, but um, so as it relates to somebody uh, sleeping with my man and, you know, sleeping with my man while I'm in the kitchen cooking, I don't have really a concern of that. However, if that were to happen, I feel like um, thank you for exposing that he's a cheater. And then the topic of the conversation made me do cheaters deserve grace because I'm going to I'm going to um, be you're more accountable to me than a friend uh, as my partner, as my husband, as my fiance. So my response to you is going to be harsher than my response to her. But nonetheless, I, I just personally think that as a woman, I have boundaries in place and I'm not personally concerned about how one could personally um uh, impact me or impact my relationship or what they could do to me personally as it relates to me being able to answer the question and or you know extend grace but I do understand where you're coming from about being conflicted on the topic and yeah, on, on the question that, uh, whole, no I was just gonna say real quick that I think that if a person is a hoe and they go out after what is yours then I don't necessarily think there's a boundary that you can set that's going to prevent them from going with what it is they want. They say, fuck your boundaries. I, I agree, agree with that. And I, I well, I, my boundary is that I, women aren't like going to be left alone with my man. So you can't say F my boundaries because you wouldn't be in my house alone with my man. Girl, if you in the kitchen cooking, your man in the other room and she sneak off into the room, you ain't running to check every That's not minutes. for personally, that ain't even ever I'm, been a concern of mine. What I'm saying because I, I, I got you. I got you. But what I'm saying is if a woman wanted to do something with your man, your man is not gonna be under you 24 7, 365. Absolutely. Woman, and I trust him. It ain't even about her, it's about him. Concrete, have you seen those pictures on Instagram? It's like a meme, like they it'll be the man and his woman, then her friends sitting beside her, but he got his hand behind his right. woman back and she holding yeah, the I've friend holding the man. <laughs> <laughs> like, with hoes, I'm saying me and old women as hoes, especially a man that cheat and, and he and a known hoe, she know mm -hmm. he got a woman and she don't care. That's yeah. the whole that's the whole mentality. So regardless of you mm -hmm. having a boundary with your man, like Danny's saying, mm -hmm. she she gonna do what she wanna do in your house or outside your house. Oh, I get what she's saying, Dr. Bay, but to be completely honest, like I I I trust my partner immensely like he don't even like people and he damn sure don't like none of my friends so that would never just be a concern of mine but even if that were to happen yes anything yeah. could happen to be completely honest one day i'll tell this story something similar happened to me but um I say that to say, um, that, girl, I, I thought I told you about this. Oh, we got to do story time mm -hmm. on this channel. But OK, my point is um, that is not going to like um, that still would not impact whether or not my decision on uh, whether or not to extend grace. But I, I get what you guys are saying. And I also yeah. I wanted to jump in and just add this. I think I, I just want to make this huge point about women, especially black women. 
a woman's virtue is not between her legs. And, and you know that's a fact because a lot of women, a lot of men will tell you themselves that a woman needs to bring more to the table than her box. And so the fact that a woman's whorish attitude or ways is all boiled down to how she uses her vagina is very telling um, in terms of just the mind fuck when it comes to men trying to get something, uh, compliance, cooperation, submission without tangibles. And so they send you on these mental games and women who are male identified, quote unquote, or have that internalized misogyny will fall for it. A woman has so much more to offer um, to the quality of a man's life besides what's between her legs. And so how you use that does not make or break you in terms of who you are as a person or a woman. You can keep that funky box to yourself and still be the most <laughs> wretched, deplorable, you know, unconscionable Good woman. Point. You can be mean, you can be nasty, you can be just mm -hmm. not pleasing to be with, or you can give that box, you know, I mean, it's just so many ways to look at it, but I think we have to stop reducing Black women down to how she spins her box. You know what I mean? Because we need to cultivate other skills as women um, because your box ain't going to keep a man and it's not going to cost you a man. It's just it's just straight like that. Good point. Good point. Yeah, good stuff. Shout out to Black Wizard. He, um, he says, God shows mercy when you repent, but God always loves you and that's grace. God won't show his face, um, let you into his kingdom until you repent just like you can enforce boundaries and keep people out of your kingdom. Mm -hmm. Very Good interesting point. point, Black Wizard. Thank you so much. Shout out to Jessica uh -oh. She became a new member. Thank Congratulations, you. Jess. Oh, welcome, so welcome. Much. Really appreciate that. Um, we got Grogu, who just joined our panel. Um, Grogu, what are your thoughts? Wow, there, there's a lot <laughs> to say, but I just kind of wanted to get pushed back. I, I don't really know who said it. Um, I, I think a lot of a woman's virtue does lie between her legs. Um, you know, I, I think because it is supposed to be something, both a, both a man and a woman, a man's not supposed to be just doing whatever he wants either because his body has value to it too. Um, I think a lot of people forget about that. And to say that it's really internalized misogyny, I mean, it just kind of gives a bad look because to me, I mean, what's normal is that you're a virgin when you get married, both the man and the woman, and you just have, you know, it just comes naturally, you know what I mean? Like God ordains marriage for that type of activity to do it in a right kind of way. Very does it make a difference? So does it make a difference that men will suffer these things but still participate uh, participate in the culture um at large? Like I mean a lot of men participate in this culture and they'll say, you know, well, um, I would never um, deal with a woman, but then you'll see a woman who may have been um promiscuous get married. I've seen yeah. quite a few. Well, you know, I, I think it's very hypocritical. You know, you can bring up all the stupid arguments of men are supposed to. I don't believe that at all. Um, I believe that's disgusting when a man just is out there doing whatever. You know, he could contract disease. It doesn't make him more of a man. To me, it doesn't make him more of a man. 
when he's just has every woman because to me it's kind of a weakness. I don't really see it as any kind of strength when a man does that, just is a whoremonger his whole life. Um, and, you know, just seeing like, you know, I don't know if you concrete, I think you said you grew up in the church. Mm -hmm. um, you know, did they have this whole idea that, you know, it's not as bad? I think it is as bad when a guy does it because you can't have promiscuous women without promiscuous men. And I think if men really want to see a change in the culture, I mean, you know, just culture in general, you know, they're going to have to change too because, right. you know, you can't have one without the other. Good point. Um, Grogu. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, I, go ahead. I, I agree with a lot. I agree. I think she was giving pushback to my point about a woman's mm -hmm. virtue. And I definitely agree with what she's saying. I'm not saying that it has no value. I'm saying that that we put we reduce women down to it. And that's mm -hmm. what the misogynistic point of view is. A, a woman is what I, my point is, a woman is more than her box. And, and we have within the black community because we don't have a whole lot of power structures and we are so competitive amongst each other as women uh, and all of us are educated, all of us are getting money. Now it's like, okay, well, who has the tighter box? And so, and that is a misogynistic point in which to compete mm. with another woman about. And so a lot of women think that they deserve the king's feast because she had sex with only one man and the other woman, and it just doesn't work like that. And as long as we engage that thought process, then we skip out on cultivating some of the skills that you need to engage men on mental levels, spiritual levels, intellectual levels. And you think like, oh, my pure box is gonna stop X, Y, and it's just not. It's just not, you have to be multidimensional and, and we don't focus enough on cultivating other qualities as part of our feminine essence because in the black community men want to control the box without offering marriage and so that's a good point with slut shaming and that's where the internalized misogyny comes from yeah i i can understand definitely where you're coming from and i'm against men just going out like i said being a whoremonger i mean it, it's just it's not like this thing where you conquer i mean you know, they want to act like it when they do it, but then, you know, they, they're part to blame a lot of times then. Um, you know, obviously the woman it should be held accountable too, but it's also the man because it's like, well, what were you doing trying to, you know, because a lot of times women think that men aren't going to want them if they have sex. You know what I mean? I do know what you mean, and I agree with you from your perspective. Yeah, I mean... There, there's just so much, I, you know, it's just a very broad topic, but those are just my thoughts. Okay. Thank okay. you, Grogu. Well, thank you, Grogu. Yeah. Thank you. Um, thank you so much for your input and hopefully you'll join us again. Yeah. All right. Have a good one. All right. Bye. Bye. Black Ken says, if a man knows the history of every woman he deals with, he would sleep with promiscuous ones and try to wife the virtuous ones. Y'all do the same. You sleep with F-boys and marry the good slash nice. Same. Black Ken, that's very interesting. I do find They don't do the same? I, I find it interesting. 
that men seem to um because someone pointed it out like they want uh someone who is essentially presenting themselves as a lady to the world but you know she's a slut in the sheets and you know they want the best of both worlds and i do agree that you know they are contributing to this whole horror culture that we have that's um gaining traction you know because they want the best perception in a woman if, if the woman is hitting all the target points as far as the outside world then the man will negotiate her bodies behind the scene you know what mm -hmm. i mean so it, it's it's all about how you wear your wholeness when it yep. comes to men like they're not engaging your box count they're engaging your physique your intellect your, your the way you dress your job your income box count is a conversation after you rope them in with a myriad of other feminine essences. So, I mean, you know, just let's not be lost on that. And that's what the whole spirit is. It's about cultivating all facets of your femininity, not just box supremacy, if you will. Mm. Good point. Well, we do have Mr. KP up here. Hey, Mr. KP. Ladies, ladies, how y'all doing today? Doing good. I'm, what I'm, I'm, are your thoughts? I, I, I was watching the game and I said, I'm going to get on a look. And I said, oh, wow, it's just George and Concrete got some. And I saw, oh, I got to get my two cents on this one. But uh, <laughs> uh, plus my team is losing anyway. But anyway, uh, I had to say this. As as a young lady who just called earlier, it's half and half where you have men that throw rocks at the women who are promiscuous, as well as the women like she might be. And, and what I mean by that, we've all been in high school and the girls that talk about the girl has been around and, you know, you know, she's been with so-and-so because women do it just as much as men or in work, in the office environment, in college, whatever. The girls will say, oh, she's the girl that's been around with so-and-so and so-and-so. So it's not just the guys. Women themselves use it as a tool to try to control uh, getting the respect from men. Oh, you Because I, I had an experience like this when I was uh, like 19 or 20. My sister's like a year or two younger than me. And it was a young lady that I, I met at a, at a, uh, you know, at a restaurant. She worked there. Me and her exchange numbers were talking. And when my sister found out who I was talking to, she's like, you're talking to her? I said, yeah. Because she was at the same age as her in, in, in high school at the time when they graduated. Said, oh, man, she got a reputation. I mean, what do you mean she got a reputation? I'm just saying she's got a reputation. So the grace part about having grace i'm like well she's cool we've been talking for about a month or so i'm you know yeah she got reputation you haven't slept with her either she says, no oh wow she gave me that look like i was a, like i was a simp my own flesh and blood looked at me like i was less than because she's like you haven't slept with her because she's got a reputation when i brought it up to the young lady a little later on she told me yeah she's she trying to get out of that that lifestyle she realized like a school teacher told me back when i was eighth grade and she aimed it at all the students your level of self-respect, mainly with self-respect, you're trying to make it known to being promiscuous. Quality of your health, wealth, and your self-respect depends on your sexual discipline. Simple and plain. If you don't want to have no baby at a young age and you caught up, you know, and I understand, you know, some people might have some turn back on that, but I'm just saying, if you've known a lot of folks who waited and all that stuff, their life situation may have been different because they don't got to go through the... The, the pains and struggles, right? But um, grace, if the person's wanting to change, like I did with that young lady, if they want to change, give it to them. Who the hell are you 
to judge somebody else. I can't judge nobody else. I'm ashamed of myself. I had a out of wedlock child. I'm ashamed of my own self. I'm not worried about the outside world looking at me. I'm looking at myself in the mirror some days and say, God damn it, how did you be messy like that? Because I brought my my daughter in this world now we have to explain to her and you know me and her mother we're not on great terms so we're just trying to co-parent the best we can. So I always look at myself as I fell for the candy. I didn't eat right, so to speak, versus dating intentionally, trying to find someone that you can respect, because respect is important for a man to a woman, and that deals with her being, not virtuous being a virgin, but her being respectful, which she's honest and honorable and all that stuff. If you can't trust your woman, it's the same thing with a man. If a woman can't trust her man, don't be with him. If you feel as though they're going to do something to dishonor you and bring shame to you. But, uh, Grace comes to everybody. I don't want to sound like a pastor up here, but a lot of folks want to feel better than another person by talking down on somebody for their own shortcomings. It's a self-esteem problem. A girl who's not sexually skilled will want to talk about another girl being a hoe because she doesn't have that ability to draw men. So her best way of doing it is saying, yeah, that girl, she's 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 been around. Yeah, she has that ability because guys are drawn to her. You just don't have that ability, sweetie. But they want to throw that rock at her because it makes them feel better about themselves so mm. as a man i told my sister i i said hey look me and her got our thing going on this is like 20 years ago nearly stay out of it you know because you, this is why a lot of girls commit suicide they make a mistake and when and in high school like some, somebody said they had a child young i don't consider your phase in high school a you know we're all young and dumb at that time when you're 21 you can you can buy alcohol and stuff and vote or get shirt your insurance goes down and everything else. You're more considered an adult to which whatever decisions you make now will have a receipt. You have to be a little bit more logically assessing. But when you're young, 16 to 21, hey, we all make mistakes. But when you get older in life and you're still making the same mistakes, now that receipt is going to be looked at and somebody can say, I can't put my bag with you because you can't you, you you're not you're not learning. You're, you're making right. the same mistakes. You know, I cannot, as a brand, walk down. To, and, and then women, I understand the thing about us, promiscuity. Men are egotistical by nature. That's why we go out here, we try to earn, whether it's doing it legally, doing it legally or illegally. We want to impress mm -hmm. people. The one thing we do not like is the phrase, oh, you dating her? You married her? You know, she's got a body count. Now, a man got to be real strong in himself to accept that. But most men are like, no, 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 no. I'm just dealing with it. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just smashing. I'm nothing serious, you know, because they worry about everyone else looking at them as a simp that they couldn't find nothing better, which to them better is finding a woman that hasn't been around the way, so to speak. So. Thank you, Mr. KP. I wanted to give uh celebrity a chance if she wanted to respond to anything you said or if she oh, wanted yes. to say anything in closing, because I know she has to hop off in a few minutes. But thank you for your commentary, Mr. KP. Um oh, celebrity, uh what do you what do you want to contribute, um, sis? I, I did want to say um one thing about what Mr. KP just said. He said that the woman that's talking about the woman who has all the men drawn to her, that's her reflecting her own shortcomings. I totally disagree with that craziest thing I've heard. And the reason why I'm saying that it's not the woman that has all the men drawn to her. It's her uh, sleeping with all those men that are drawn to her. Like, why would I be mad about a woman that's a hoe? That's kind of weird. It's not even about that. It's like nowadays when we try to educate and help women, that's seen as judgment and hating and you're a pick me. 
And what he just said, he sounds like the women that talk about me on my, my posts. When I make a post about a woman who did something bad and I'm saying she could have done better. And then I'm seen as the judgmental, jealous person. But what do I have to be jealous about? I have men that flock to me all the time. That doesn't mean I'm going to oblige. Doesn't mean I'm going to sleep with them. You know, we choose well, to accept the attention or reject the attention. And I was that woman in high school that would try to tell women, look, you know, you don't want that kind of reputation of sleeping with the whole basketball team. But if that's what she wanted to do, don't come hanging out with me because I didn't want to be seen as the kind of woman you're already being portrayed as because you acted on that attention that was given to you. And that's not me hating. That's me trying to help this woman because they're all talking about you. But if you mm -hmm. want to be that woman that has all the attention, it's okay. Like I said, we, we all get attention. I get attention every day. My inbox is flooded. Doesn't mean I'm going to act on the attention. But when you act on the attention and you're sleeping with all these guys, then no, it's not me hating. It's me saying like, you're, you're a hoe. Like what you're doing is, 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 is weird to me. So I'm not gonna associate myself with you. It doesn't mean I'm jealous. Doesn't mean I have my own shortcomings, I'm happy. But I'm not gonna sit here and sugarcoat and say, yeah, you are the, the goat sis. Yes, keep doing you, bitch. That's not <laughs> Daphne. That's not me. I'm gonna say, look, sis, you got a bad reputation out here in these streets. But if that's what you want, I just don't want you around me because that's not what I do. That's not me. You have every that's right. Me. Yeah. Well, I just think well, I that part of what he said, I disagree with. Well, what I meant okay, by real that quick, man, Mr. KP, because I know she I'm has saying, to I'm head out and then we got some other people yes. in the background. So I'll let you respond very quickly to her. When you're a grown woman, like Sex in the City, a lot of women that are sexually liberated are Samantha, meaning they're not a drink. There's nothing put in their drink. They're not coerced. They choose to. And they have the power of saying to themselves, I don't give a damn whoever says about me being a whore, a hoe, whatever. I control my sexuality. I respect that woman. I respect that woman. And you know what? She doesn't try to hide if she says she has a body count because she's a grown woman. So when you got the Samantha types in the world, they'll tell you, go fly a kite. And I'm being disrespectful because they don't want no one judging them as though you're holier than now. They say, I control my sexuality. It's my body. It's my body. I choose what the hell. If I feel like I'm going to get off with 10 or 15 men, so be it. That's their that's their decision. That's their lifestyle. That's their lifestyle. Nobody should tell them, oh, your lifestyle is below them. Because she'll tell you back, the Samantha type, who the hell are you? Live your life, sweetie. So that's my closing. Thank you. I just want okay. to thank you, Mr. KP. <laughs> um, uh, really quick, Virtuous Woman TV. I wanted to let Celebrity uh, finish uh, out her uh, closing comments because she has to go. And then we're right on to you, sis. Yeah, I just want to say thank you for having me on the panel. I, I would like to do um, future shows. Like I said, it's oh, okay absolutely. to agree to disagree. You already know my background. You you already know what I post every day on IG. So, and and like I said, I, I'm not a judgmental person, but if you don't want the truth, don't ask me. You know, most mm. hoes that I know, they wanted my opinion. I don't just wake up and say, you know what? Let me go seek some hoes and, and start talking about them. No. But when women ask me, hey, sis, um, what you think about this? And I give them the answer. All of a sudden, I'm a hater. I'm judgmental. And that's not the case. I haven't been with my husband almost 12 years because I'm a hoe. You know, I and there are hoes that get married. That's true. But I, I'm not one of them. You know, I got married and I was I did everything by the book. I was taught that way from my father. So I'm just saying a lot of women don't have that type of, you know, mentor or person in their life. And I'm only here to help. But if you want a sugar coat and lie and you want me to simp and cape, don't come to me because I'm going to be real with you. And nowadays being real is seen as hate speech, it's seen as jealousy, it's seen as uh, you're not happy in your marriage because that to me is the projection of their own insecurities when they come at me over a truthful opinion. 
I'm not judgmental, but all I can say is women, we, we hold the cards. Take care of your temple. Don't just let any man into your temple. This is our temple. Because once you make that mistake of having to bring a baby in the world, you don't want to be married because that's a contract, but having a baby with a man you didn't see a future with is a contract. Am I right? Because you're stuck in that. Mm -hmm. So what I'm Very saying true. is there are ways that we can do better with how we control our temple. And if you don't want the real brutally honest truth, don't come to me because I'm not going to sugarcoat mm -hmm. anything. I'm not that type of woman, but all I can do is teach you the values that I was taught because I turned out just fine. You know, so, I mean, there's a lot of wonderful women out there who do value their temple and they're very beautiful women. They were just taught to value their temple like gold and not just hand out, you know, to everybody, you know, it, it, it doesn't look right for you. So all I'm saying is we can do better as women. It starts with us. We can't keep saying, but men, that, but men stuff is getting old. Let's start saying what we have to do to fix ourselves and stop you know, blaming everybody else for our, our shortcomings. That's all I wanted to say. Thank you, ladies. Thank you, dear, for joining Thank us. Please, uh, for a future show. I truly enjoyed your perspective on the show. Um, Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, um, y'all be on the lookout. Like I said, everybody's links is in the description box. So if you are looking to subscribe um, to Celebrity, um, her link is in the description. Um, now we have Truth Teller. Well, let's get virtuous. Uh, I'm trying to respond oh, real quick. <laughs> sorry. Man. And then I wanted to see if the other ladies had something quick to say and we can uh, get Truth Teller in because they hadn't said anything in quite some time too. Um, yeah. Sorry, virtuous woman. I just had two quick points. Uh, one is uh, that's what hoes do. They control their temple. You know, you know a lot of people pr uh, preach that women hold the cards, women hold hold the temple, but then when a woman exercises her autonomy and her decisions with that, then they bring them under the misogynistic rulership of men's ideology. So that's kind of like a, a, a mismatch of energy right there for me. A, a, a hoe is doing that. So that's the first part. But the second thing mm -hmm. was in regards to the guy uh, talking about, you know, like a lot of people talk about women who have you know, all these men, they're in their DMs or they're trying to get with them. A lot of that is just about accessibility. You know, it's not about the woman's value or her level of attractiveness or anything like that. If you're accessible to men, they're going to come in droves, no matter, you know, no matter what. And so it, it doesn't say anything about a woman that she has men chasing her or beating down her door to get with her. It's just because you, you, they have access, they can reach you, they can call you, you know what I mean? So, and that's what they're going to do. So that's, those are only thing, two things I wanted to say. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate you, sis. Um, Toya and Dr. Bay, did you guys have anything before we let Truth Teller in? I was going to say, I don't think, um, I know somebody in the chat was mentioning something about body counts and they were saying something like, uh, does body counts matter? And um, I'm like, when it comes to relationships, most times people don't be trying to figure out who, how many people you slept with before, before you got with them. They just try to figure you out for who you are. And you can tell if a person have a whole mentality from the conversation. I'm saying man or woman. That's just me, though. So I don't know how everybody else thinks. But my point I was trying to make was um, I don't think hoes control um, control their temple. They let men or, or women control their temple. So if it, as the man will let a woman control their temple, like he going to go for whoever going to let them poke. 
just like a woman she gonna go for whatever man gonna want to do it to her so i don't think they really had no control of their temple they let they hormones control their temple so i'm gonna just leave it at that thank you dr bay appreciate you all right truth teller what you got hey ladies how you guys doing hello hello welcome to the panel very interesting topic i heard a lot of stuff man that um was interesting that i had conflicts with a couple things just on uh what the very beautiful lady just spoke about in regards to body count. Men do care about body count. It's just that you guys castrate us if we ask you about it. If you guys would answer the question openly, you'd probably hear it more. But that's a side side thing. In regards to hoes, I think hoes are a vital portion of our society. It existed before monogamy. It's been with us after monogamy, and it will continue to be with us after monogamy. What I don't agree with is saying that we should give hoes grace. Now, if you mean giving hoes grace for the role they play in society, fine. I can go along with that. If you mean giving them grace because you, because you think that's a bad choice and they need uh, some grace to change their life around, then I say no. It's earned, not deserved. The other thing is, I, I think everyone has a, throughout the entire discussion, I heard everyone running away from accountability. And y'all know I come on here and say it all the time. But you have to be accountable. Your community is going to judge you. That's part of anyone's role in a community is to judge its own members. For some reason, we have this mindset that nobody should be able to judge me. Well, that's a problem because you can't live with everyone else unless they can judge you. And we try to get away from this, and I, I hear it from women most of the time, that nobody should be able to judge me. Well, if you live in this community and you benefit from living in this community, everyone involved in your benefits can judge you and should. And I think if we came back to that mindset, accountability would come back to us because right now, women don't want to be held accountable for anything. They want to be hoes, but not treated like hoes. Uh, I want to be able to do whatever it is I like. I want to be able to do whatever I want with my kids, even though my kids are suffering. Our community is in shambles, yet nobody, if anybody brings up accountability, it's an onslaught of I can do whatever how I feel. So I think that's what we need to focus our attention on. Accountability is the key to success for any community. And I think even being a hoe, you need to have some accountability. That's it. Thank you, guys. Um, I disagreed with the accountability um, um, statement that you made about um, everybody on the panel tried to run away from the accountability aspect. Um, right. To be honest, I think everybody kind of went deep um, on this topic in particular in um, describing um, certain aspects of accountability. Um, it's not like you can get up and do whatever and not walk away with anything. Um, but I think y'all want to put pe people in y'all's personal hell while making an allowances for Ooh. others. And I think that um, 
everybody gives grace to whomever they want. Um, mm -hmm. We all like somebody that's a villain to a certain degree. And it gets interesting when we try to tell everybody else who should be here and um, whatever, because everybody makes allowances for whoever they want to. And so that, yeah, that, that's my statement. Well, I, I agree, agree with you, Danny. So I, I, I'm just on the back of that because you'll probably be able to respond to all of it at once. Um, okay, cool. She does have a great point, especially in this space. Um, it's really easy for the men in this space to vilify women and everything they do from being a single mother to, I've heard men saying that women shouldn't be, men that are not virgins, uh, um, actually um, casting judgment on women who have sex prior to marrying, um, you know, everybody, uh, women who are prostitutes, like they like to vilify women that do anything outside of the box that they want to put them in. However, I have seen them extend grace to men, extending grace to men who have sex with younger women, women who are far younger than they are, um, extending grace to um, men who don't pay their child support, extending grace to men who um, are literally considering other men who engage in relationship with their baby mamas as their employees. There's a lot of grace extended to men who uh, exhibit poor behaviors, but women are vilified in every um in every way. And let me let me just piggyback and say that and and I don't mean any disrespect to the to the guests but weak-willed men lacking the skill set to negotiate with women have to stop recruiting other women to do their bidding. You negotiate with your own choice woman. The terms and conditions mm -hmm. of you guys' interaction don't look to me as a woman to hold someone accountable to you or to society or anything like that. You you guys can't simultaneously advocate for, for leadership amongst men while requesting us to do the job that, that you need to do. As a woman, I hold myself accountable and I offer you perspective. There was a lot of perspective given to where if you weren't looking for the accountability, you could have learned a lot about women and added, added that to your mm -hmm. toolbox mm -hmm. of vetting women. But instead you're looking for somebody to do your job for you and and so you missed half the market that was offered in the panel and completely undermined what we gave by saying that we didn't hold people accountable and yeah, so there was a lot of accountability that's, that's a problem because that's the, that's well, not what happened at all i do have a response to that and then the other two ladies okay what you just what you just described is individualism that is not how a community I, works. I didn't hear you. I didn't hear you. Would you say the word you just said? I said what you just described is individualism. Oh, individual. That's not okay. that is not how a community works. If but, that was hold on, if that is how the community works, women wouldn't be responsible for some of the situations our community is in. I'm not saying women are all, not at all, actually. I'm much harder on men than I am on women. But you guys can't keep doing that when the discussion of accountability comes up. For the last 40 and 50 years, Black women have been described as the leaders of our community. Our community has problems right now. Can we suddenly say, well, you know, it, it, you know, it requires men and women. Suddenly now, the people who were the leaders for the last five decades aren't responsible for the situation we're in. 
I understand when you guys hear it, it sounds like you're being torn down. And to a degree, and from I've I've seen it myself. Gentlemen, no, you do. But that's it's not true. Not you like spoke to something very specific about right. the panel of ladies that exactly. you heard here today. That was the only thing that I no, no, right. no, no, no. that's not where that's not the context. I, I understand what you're saying. What I'm trying to focus on is the community responsibility. What well, yeah, I think that's a different that's no, different is, than what you said originally. And I think that's where we were kind of like, yeah. we got the pushback uh, because we, right. I, I will agree that black women don't like to accept accountability. But during this conversation, I don't think that we were running from or trying to evade accountability no, for hoes. I get you. But what I'm saying is if you come at it with that context, the discussions that you guys had today, and not all of you, I, and I'm sorry if I if I made it sound like that, because that, that's I, I, I didn't hear it that way. And not even completely from anyone. I don't want anybody to think, uh, you know, I think all you ladies are running from accountability. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is at certain points in time, in different parts of the discussion, accountability was being dodged. And just like in the ladies' statement just a minute ago, it always goes back to I don't want to be held accountable to what the group has done. I I should only be held accountable not, to what that's I. That's not do. what was said, and you guys have to stop. You men, you have to stop. Go post. But isn't that what you said? And triangulating women. It's not all of. It is all of us, because no matter how we all express our differences, we all have the same attitude when it comes to conduct as a woman, which is you're in control of yourself, and so that came from many different angles that you're lost on. So. Uh, you guys have to stop pitting us against each other. Like, oh, it, it's everybody. We all have a, a basic line of thinking. It varies along the experience and the, you know, genetics and all that. But at the end of the day, and, and like somebody said in the chat, women hold women accountable, but it's not necessarily to the benefit of the men. Mm. And so a lot of the accountability that you guys want us to see from woman to woman, you're advocating for your benefits and it doesn't work like that. Mm. And that's just something that you guys have to contend with. Good We're question. not going to advocate with each other for your needs. That's for you to negotiate with your woman that you choose. <laughs> oh, girl, I want to girl. Make them be accountable. <laughs> I wanted to go ahead, truth teller. I wanted to also hear from Toya. She hasn't said anything in a long who's time. But we got to get these out the way. Yeah, who's, who's benefit is the accountability women are holding women for? Benefit. Well, if you have a, a total choice and autonomy for the woman like that you chose, well, so, well, sorry, somebody was saying autonomy, which means individual, and somebody else said society. So that's two well, you was asking the question. Were you asking the question to Virtuous Woman TV? She said society. Society, okay. And then somebody else said. I said, um, if you have autonomy and control over your own body, um, you're looking for women to help you when you have autonomy over the choices that you want to make as a, as far as it, it contains to women. If you don't want to deal with a hoe, nobody's forcing you to deal with a hoe. You don't want to deal with a bitch. Nobody's forcing you to deal with a bitch. Sure. If you want to deal with that, then then that would be a thing on you, just, as, just like it's the the same thing to the woman that's um yeah deals with a pookie or ray ray right. are men complaining about hoes um some of you are but that that's a, a big reason for this space called the manosphere yes a lot of you no, are. no 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 we're not complaining about hoes we're complaining oh, about true. women who want to be wives and are hoes 
Lynn, okay. Lynn, same, Lynn. Same, excuse me, same difference. No, it's not. Hoes don't hoes aren't wives. Sir. I know some. Sir. I know some now too, but I'm saying they're converted. Sir, I, sir, I, I you that. still choose to not you still don't have to deal with hoes. True. So Holes why don't force themselves on you? That's that's you work. don't have to deal with. If you're making a conscious choice to deal with a hoe, and then you're crying about what a hoe is doing, then it still becomes a. Uh, I guess oh, that's, that's your you argument as it relates to PJ and Brittany Renner, Danny. Yeah. And he needs to go. He needs to go to man man boot camp, just like you want he do. women he held do. accountable. Other men yeah, need to train do. you on how to deal with let's yeah. let's read the super chats real quick and then toya i want to know if you have anything to contribute to this discussion it's very no, interesting we, we do have somebody else in the back and i do also want thank you guys um, truth teller <laughs> truth teller is that all you had well i wanted toya to be able to respond she hasn't i okay. mean we're like I, I didn't want to dominate the conversation in case she has something to add i appreciate toya, that did you have anything just that um, I literally approached the entire conversation from a place of accountability. And perhaps Truth Teller didn't hear what I had to say. But no, I did. I, I actually put in the chat that I like you. <laughs> well, it's not so much about liking me, but I literally did come at this from the point of accountability. So I just wanted yes, to make did. sure that I reiterated that it has a lot to do with ownership. And that was where I was coming from from the beginning. Yes, ma'am. You did. Thank I, you, Soya. Thank you, Truth Teller, for your contribution you, as well. Boy. Have a good one, uh, guys. You too. David Johnson says, people take that judgmental shit out of context. You're supposed to judge, assess everything. You'd be a fool if you didn't. It's just supposed to be done fairly and correctly. John 724. Thank you, David Johnson. Appreciate you, brother. Uh, Grogu says, you can't deserve grace. I do believe in forgiving and forgetting. Um, right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Good point, Grogu. Uh, I don't know that we can mandate that someone deserves anything, but I guess the question is from the individuals on the panel or those chiming in on the conversation, do you feel as though, um, you know, women who are promiscuous, are promiscuous should be extended grace? Um, Grogu also says, I trust Jesus alone as my savior. And I think it's good to show the unlovable, the love of Jesus Christ and extending grace helps people break free of that. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate you. Oh, Lord, y'all. We got Sir up here. <laughs> Welcome to the panel. Welcome, What's going on? How y'all doing? Doing good. What good. you got? Yeah, first time over here, you know what I mean? I appreciate y'all letting me up. Welcome, yeah. welcome. Yeah, yeah. See, we'll, we'll see, we got to decipher the difference between a hoe and a slut. See, a okay. slut is a promiscuous woman. See, a hoe get dope, you know what I mean? Or a whore. See, some, some women go professional at being a whore, you know what I mean? Professional lady of leisure. Then you got a hoe, she just, you know, be in the hood, just getting, you know, her little box, you know, chewed and beat up on. And then you got, you know, some of these wives, not say all, but some of these wives are whores. OK, because if you ain't got a bag, you don't get no vag. You did. So you need hoes to make the world go round. A lot of these women, they put the man on, on, on peace leaf detention and the man just want to give him some sloppy toppy. He don't want to leave his children. He don't want to leave his wife, but you want him to live his whole life without no head after you know been with the man 10 years or something because he didn't do something you said uh, things didn't work out you know so we need hoes stop uh slut shaming let, let, let a slut be a slut 
God. You know what I mean? Let a hoe be a hoe. But if you're going to be a hoe, be a pro hoe. Don't nobody come up to your tech job. Don't nobody come to your administrative building trying to hoe and bothering the regular women. So y'all leave these hoes alone. God said hoes was cool. I heard, a, I, heard I heard <laughs> what you say virtuous woman i heard sir ism was from oakland i'm from oakland too i'm like maybe that's just our mentality like maybe that's just the way we understand human nature and how things work because i agree with him 100 percent. Hey, see okay. see that's my sister right there. I need to subscribe to your channel. You subscribe to mine. Because when I came to this space, I was talking and I used to get kicked off panels and stuff. They used to be telling me, you don't need, you don't need game as I'm, you don't need game. And I'd be like, what world do y'all live on? <laughs> like, and this is part city, of our culture. I, we live in a game. We live in a game city. We live in pimp culture. It's a get it where you live. So I think that, again, the way that we're brought up, you know, here in Oakland, I think we just have that mentality and it translates. And I think that we're imparting wisdom on these country bumpkins and Yankees around here. I think oh, that's girl. what it is. <laughs> Did you say oh, that? Oh, 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 oh. Uncle Ism with the wisdom. Oh, Uncle Ism with the wow. wisdom. <laughs> I like her. This is okay. my kind of party now. Well, drink it. Give me some champagne. <laughs> Funny. Just playing. Don't hang me. I'm just girl. <laughs> Come on. This is life. A lot of these women. Okay, like on Wolf of Wall Street. When he came in there, the chick was with an, uh, another dude. He came in. He was the big wig. She said, who the dude with the paper? She said, him. She left the dude at the party and went with the Wolf of Wall Street. When the Wall Street dude, Wolf of Wall Street, got broke, she said, you know what it is? And she blew. So a lot of guys know what it is, and they don't mind paying. You know we're going to get Pablo up in a minute. You know, Ooh, he don't mind paying. Y'all know y'all, like you know, oh. y'all Godfather. Y'all oh. Godfather KS told you to spend 3000 on the batch. So oh. I don't know. You know, I think you need game. Wow. I believe okay. you need game for sure. I'm going to just read the super chat real quick. Shout out to Mr. Keith J. He says, do you ladies, Sister George and Concrete have a clubhouse account? Mm -hmm. um, yes. We have clubhouse accounts, but Concrete work. And I, I just be like, I can't do Clubhouse because it's just a lot of talking, a lot of talking. It's so crazy. You can listen while you work. Um, but yes, we do. To answer your question, under C Rose and under uh, under CEE Rose and under Sister George. Um, uh, do, do any of you other ladies want to add something in respect to what what Sir Ism has contributed to the conversation? I just wanted to say. <laughs> Check <it>. All right. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, I, I tend to agree with what you're saying too. Um, it's kind of like it's 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 simple. The black community is like an ecosystem of sorts. Now, I'm not pro ho in any way, but I'm also I'm just not for um, you know restricting someone's rights and or like removing their freedoms. Like I, I believe in people having the civil liberty to do whatever it is that they're going to do. But uh, overall, your overall premise of your statement, I, I agree with. And also, um, we have to separate. We have to separate playing a game from having game about yourself. Like a lot of us reject the notion of playing games, but you have to have game about yourself. And people who are against that wouldn't even be watching this channel. They're watching it for the information. And mm. what do people want to do with that information? They want to capitalize off of it and mm. use it 
to their highest advantage. That's having game about yourself, applying information appropriately. And so this whole anti-game, like I said, that's for people who either got played by it or don't know how to play it. But that's because that's the perspective they approach game from. But having game about yourself just puts you in the best possible advantage. I have to have a lot of that because I'm single. When I get married, when I choose a husband or a husband chooses me, however you guys want to look at it, I'm not going to play semantics. I won't need to have all that game because I can fall back because I have that buffer. I have someone that's standing between me and, you know, all of the fallacies of the world. But as for now, i got to soak up as much as possible to keep myself in alignment with my highest potential. That's just how it's going to go, whether you like it or not. All right. Well, thank you. Thank you, Virtuous Woman TV, as well as Sir Ism. Thank you for your contribution to the conversation. Thank you for joining the panel. I know you said this was your first time. Um, yeah, I want to get uh, Sir Ism in for an interview at some point. I think it's going to be fire. Yeah, I appreciate that. They always let these other channels, letting all these lame brain bozos on the channel and get no views. Y'all put me up on there. I'm going to have a view. We're going to be litty up in this thing. Oh so I appreciate y'all. I'll see y'all later. All right, have a good one. Thank okay, you, salute. Well, ladies, we are going to start, start the process of shutting down. Um, I love, 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 love this conversation. Mm -hmm. Who says you can't sit over here and have the most classiest ratchet conversations? Ever? <laughs> I love it. Um, I, I, never heard, I never thought a hoe could be broke down so eloquently. Mm. And I have you ladies to thank. So I'm just grateful that you all this, joined Sister George, before we, before we finish, can somebody unblock Midtown Pookie? Somebody blocked him? Yes, somebody blocked him. Oh my gosh! I know. Don't block people in the chat. Like you guys, you guys should not be blocking anyone from the chat. So please refrain from blocking people in the chat. Yeah. Um. To disrespect you guys or the platform gosh. or any woman. So it had to be a cock swing, a cock swinging type of deal. Um. But yeah, but I'm he, sure. Yeah. No, he's not. Um. Midtown Pookie, right? Yeah, Midtown Pookie. He. Uh, yeah, he's not. He's not blocked anymore. He should okay. be able to say something Thank in the chat. Unless they timed him out now, I don't know if yeah, he they might have timed him out. Okay. Yeah, y'all leave uh, uh let, let people rock out. My little mammy cape on and save my uh, save my minions, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was gonna say really quickly, um, yeah, this was a super dope conversation, extremely interesting. Um, I really enjoyed the different perspectives. Like literally every single woman on the panel came with uh, their own unique perspective. And I enjoyed that. That is what made the conversation so dynamic. So I wanna extend a thanks to each of you for joining us. I know how busy y'all are and got y'all own things going on. It's Sunday, we gotta be preparing for the week ahead. So thank you guys for joining us. And we're going to give each of you the opportunity to give us some closing comments as it relates to the overall topic, anything that you want to say in closing. And you can plug yourself again if you would like to as well. And don't forget your links have already been added in the, um, in the um, description. So starting with Toya the Tutor, uh, what are your closing comments, sis? I have never been on a panel that had me in my feelings so much. Um, so thank you. Um, I was over Is here. that a good thing? No, I mean, it is. I was over here fuming. I ain't going to lie. But um, oh. but but it was a robust conversation. And 
I always enjoy coming over here with you guys. You 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 run a really great show. And um, I just, I, I feel great that you even asked me to be a part of it. Um, I hope we can do some uh, other panels together in the future. I'm very open to that. Absolutely. Um, I guess m what I mean when I say I was fuming is just that I wanted to get to the heart of the issue in terms of having compassion for people. And I don't think I was able to get there. And, um, you know, more of what I meant by hoes deserving grace really got blown out of proportion, I think, because I think people equate grace with some sort of trophy. And that's not at all where I was coming from with it. And I'm sure you ladies understood that. But, it, you know, watching the chat and seeing what people had to come up and say, it's like I came at this from an from the standpoint of accountability from the very beginning. If we are not able to account for our sisters who are not able to account for themselves, how will they learn that? And, um, you know, sometimes that looks like offering grace when you might think they don't deserve it. But I just don't think that grace is a point of being deserving of. I think it's something that you give when someone has given it to you and you understand that by looking at their situation, that that's what they really need, whether they can articulate it or not. Um, so again, I really thank you for having me. And uh, I, I love the work that you ladies continue to do. I will always be in the clouds, if nothing else. And enjoy the rest of your Sunday. Thank you again, Toya. Yeah. Um, Toya, we really, really, really enjoyed um, you. You came and did exactly what I knew was coming. And it was mm -hmm. just a calming very calming force and you brought some really really great points to the table so um i agree with a lot of what you said about them deserving grace to a certain degree um so um i think you did a really good job in clarifying like um it's not like they deserve billions of dollars because you're giving them grace but a certain type of courtesy um should be extended to everybody so i i, I totally understood where you were coming from I if agree, Toya. If you have not subscribed to Toya the Tutor, get over there and subscribe. Her Absolutely. link is in our description. So yeah. thank I'll you. I second guys. everything that Danny said, Toya. Um, definitely enjoyed your perspective. And I like what she said. You are a calming force. I enjoyed what you contributed to the conversation. I knew you would have a unique perspective. And you are the person who spawned this topic. So thank yeah. you for spawning the topic as well as joining us on the panel and contributing to the discussion. All right. You're so welcome, Dr. Thank Bay. you. Thanks. <laughs> Dr. Bay, in closing, what you got for us, sis? What do you wait, want wait, to wait. add? I'm going to read the super chat real quick. Shout out to Keith J. He says, I've been in the space for many years, starting with O'Shea and then Brother B Boring Bernard. Um, <laughs> and now you ladies, I appreciate how fair and balanced y'all are. Thank you so much, Thanks, Keith. Keith. We appreciate it. It's about time somebody be ready. We don't, we don't hear that uh, too often. So thank you. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Now, Dr. Bay, <laughs> what you got for us, sis? Well, in closing, I just want to say that, you know, to each his own as far as hoes getting grace. But for me, no. I mean, I do know hoes and I kind of, you know, I don't keep them too tough, too tough in my circle. But you know, you never know. Some people be secretly being housed and don't tell you that. Mm. So, um, with that being said, I don't think hoes deserve grace. Well, not on my on my end. I don't feel like they deserve grace. I'm kind of more so with celebrity on that tip as far as hoes getting grace. 
because it, it ain't no excuse for doing it you know try to um always be a lady at all times no matter who you are be a hold of your man you ain't got to be a hold of every man <laughs> just be that to him so try to focus on that and um i appreciate you guys for letting me be on the panel and i did enjoy hearing the other ladies perspectives um today um because it made me look at women a little bit different because everybody you know raised differently think differently um and had different types of experiences so it's hard <laughs> to um you know it made me look at how i think like oh i think different from this person and that person so it just made me look at um all women as their own unique way of thinking Okay. Well, thank, thank, you, thank you, you so much, Dr. Bay. If y'all aren't subscribed to Dr. Bay, um, Dr. Bay does have a IG page that is popping, honey, um, with that lifestyle, honey. Listen, so go subscribe to Dr. Bay. Um, always, always, always appreciate when you come through. I love you, love you, love you. Appreciate you. <laughs> I love y'all too. All right. Okay. Thank you, Dr. Bay. You're welcome. I thank you, ladies. All right. All right. On to Virtuous Woman TV. What do you have for us in closing? What are your final thoughts and what would you like to say in, um, in ending um, the stream? And again, thank you as well for joining us. Yeah, yes. thank you guys. It's actually, it was much, it was better than I thought. I, and I didn't have a low opinion, but it was, it was, it was nice. I really like what you guys have going on. But in closing, um, I think that I, I don't advocate for hoeing, um, but I think that I think that everyone has the right to do what they want to do. But I think like in moving with modern times, um, we're not going to be able to secure relationships or compliance um, by hoe shaming or pookie shame. People are doing what they want to do, you know. So if you want cooperation, then we're going to have to work on negotiating the terms of our relationships and dealing with people in general, because every interaction that you have is a type of relationship and you know nobody's buying into the whole trope and that's going to make me prove myself to be a virtuous woman and all of that we have to do a little bit more hold on um and, and but having said that i think that all women also need to be aware that your provisions your protection and your grace come from the communities in which you serve and that's whether you're a hoe whether you're promiscuous whether you're a squirreler whether you've indentured yourself to corporate america the community you serve is going to be who you look to for your protections and provisions and so you can't be a hoe unwilling to comply and utilize independent spirits and expect men uh, that are not on that same frequency to have any concern for you or any regard for you or any money for you or any defense and protection for you so I, I like to say you can do whatever you're willing to pay for in consequence and life tax whatever it is that you want to do nobody's judging you nobody's trying to stop you but you do need to have full awareness of the, the gifts associated with said chosen path and so that's what I like to leave with and and that's just how I feel well, virtuous woman, you know, like I told you um, before, definitely, definitely one of my favorite content creators. Um, you really brought some heat to the panel today, girl. I enjoyed every second. 
So I'm just glad you were able to come through. We were fine. I've been wanting to get you on for a minute, but you know, like I said, I thought this would be a really, really good topic um, for you to uh, join us, join in on us. Y'all get what I'm trying to say, but I, I really enjoyed you. Um, and I, and I want to say before I go, I want to thank Jessica X. She just posted my link in the chat and I want to thank her for giving me grace and you sister George, because Lord knows I didn't picked on y'all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, you know, y'all didn't come at me or, you know, make a spectacle of me. And that's grace to me. You know what I mean? That's that's sisterhood to me. You know, I don't think of you guys as the anti. Um, but yeah, but anyway, so I wanted to make sure I acknowledge her for that because uh, she, she's been a sweetheart, you know, and I appreciate her and I appreciate you guys as well. We appreciate you too. Really All right, day. I'll drop down now so y'all can close out the show. I, thank no, you, thank I don't you. pick. He said uh, I pick on people. <laughs> no, I don't pick on people, but I did used to make little uh, little videos, but I only do it to the people that I secretly like. So that's my little <laughs> niche. <laughs> oh, yeah, uh, thank you, uh, Virtual Woman TV, oh, for and, joining and, us. Including you, the, Concrete. <laughs> oh, listen, I, I wouldn't have even known unless you until you said something. So I had no clue. But um, I, you know, I don't sweat the small stuff, so I don't really put too much focus into that. Like I'm not bothered by people having um their opinions of me or my my commentary because I consider myself to be genuine and authentic to who I am. But I can tell like that you're very strong willed and, um, you know, I, I enjoy women who are like that because they are, tend to be true to themselves. Yes. And, mm-hmm. and just keep in mind, don't be unbothered to the point where you, uh, don't consider all sides. You know what I mean? Like, Oh yeah. I'm pretty objective. I consider and open-minded. Is the yes. Yeah. Uh, always. Absolutely. That's, that's probably the, my biggest, that for sure. <laughs> that's probably my biggest area of opportunity, how objective I am. I try to consider all sides. Now, when it comes to myself, I consider myself to be very self-aware of who I am. So I don't take lightly to criticism about like who, like, you know, my own experiences and who I am because like you don't know me so i'm like you know if someone is psychoanalyzing me without like having known me then i probably am more defensive as it relates to that but as it relates to general topics i try to consider all sides yeah but but just you know keep in mind a fish in water doesn't know it's wet you know what i mean so there's your perspective about yourself is is coming from the perspective of the fish that's in the water so those outside perspectives are offering you the mirror to yourself like you you manifested all criticisms or things that you think where people don't know you manifest that's a part of you so i'm just saying explore things with more conscious awareness despite what you think you know oh yeah and i do that i do that just generally with people who know me like you know but i understand your point and it makes sense so um thank you all right well all right see you guys later Thank you. Thank you. Thank Enjoy you. your day. Happy Sunday to you. And I'm sure going to be doing a review. So okay. Uh-oh. So tune in for uh, Virtuous Woman TV's review. This should be good. Um, <laughs> I, it's probably not going to be for a week or so because I, oh, okay. I, I, I have to produce during the week. But anyways, okay, okay. Ladies, let me get out of here. I'm going to keep my eyes peeled. No, Thank you, Virtuous Woman TV. Bye. If you guys haven't subscribed to Virtuous Women TV, absolutely positively go. It's some good game, good some good stuff over there. So, um, very very interesting. Um, and and when you look inside, what you call it? 
introspective very mm-hmm. introspective content that's the word um shout out to mr rideau again he says i understand that women don't like the pressure of being pedestalized but the 180 is over correction mm-hmm. um i think that Women like to be pedestalized. I think that everybody wants to be pedestalized because we see the difference in the treatments um, versus mm-hmm. like what's what when you aren't. Yeah, I think you want it from the outside looking in. But when you're pedestalized, it also gives yeah. those, you know, who are pedestalizing you the opportunity to critique you. And that removes your control in many instances. So that's true. It sounds that's a good. good point. Really good <laughs> point. Good. Very good point. Yeah. Because that is definitely the other side of it. You are absolutely correct. Concrete high five, girl. We did. Uh, Yeah, absolutely. I enjoyed this. Uh, Really, really, really good discussion. Just, just, I I literally love the fact that the women came with just completely different perspectives. Oh my gosh. From celebrity, holy cow, to uh, Toya the Tutor, to uh, Virtuous Woman TV, Sexy Red. uh, I was about to say Tammy, <laughs> Dr. Bay, like everybody had their own unique perspectives. And that is what I saw for this panel when I when um, Danny sent me the list of women that she wanted to invite on. I'm like, oh, wow. Um, everybody seemed completely different. And I knew that it would make for some dynamic discussion. So um, thank you, Danny, for coming up with this idea and oh, essentially uh, kind of laying out who you wanted on the panel. It was a dope discussion. I enjoyed it. I still feel the same. I would extend grace to hoes because um, I have not always been an angel, never a hoe, but some other things that, you know, people could categorize me as, you know, a single mama, a baby mama, or, you know, a teen mom. And grace has been extended to me. And I'm a phenomenal mom. You know, I'm I'm, I'm shitting on moms who were married and brought their children into wedlock and were 35 when they became parents. So, I uh, appreciate the grace that has been extended to me. So I will always extend grace to my people again, unless they do something that I consider to be heinous. Hoes also deserve grace, in my opinion. That don't mean that I'm leaving you in the house with my man. However, I will extend grace and, you know, extend empathy to you. So that's, that's my piece on it. Okay. Well, um, I... I thought it was a hell of a show. Um, I think we keep really, really coming up with some hot shit. Mm-hmm. Stay tuned. Y'all know we coming, we coming, we coming. Um, but thank you to everybody who joined us today. Shout out to everybody who can, um, our panels. Our panel was really, really dope today. So shout out to you ladies. Um, shout out to everybody in the chat. Y'all didn't show y'all ass too bad, but y'all still showed out a little bit. <laughs> Y'all know y'all get y'all ass up here and show out. So I'm mm-hmm. proud of y'all today. Mm. I'm, I still got my good eye on y'all ass. Though, but, <laughs> um, <laughs> um, y'all want to stay tuned. We got some stuff on down the pipeline that's coming. So mm-hmm. um, everybody have a great rest of the week. And we will see you guys back here on Wednesday. Peace. Well,